Miss Wanda liked to drink. Miss Wanda liked to smoke. Miss Wanda liked to mix arm and hammer with a coat. Miss Wanda at the trap. Miss <laughs> Wanda at the grind. Miss Wanda about a paper. Miss Wanda liked to shine. Crank it. That's a little scrappy. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I know that's Jesus what you doing, but it just felt appropriate. Block entertainment. Hey, say they shut the fuck up. <laughs> You gonna make Candy cease and desist us for supporting her baby daddy? <laughs> Tell that shit up. Block Eastside Chevy Rider. I ain't got no problem if he ain't got none. <laughs> what they got to do with me and you and Wanda? Not a motherfucking thing. Hey, <laughs> listen. In the words of Block, I'll go ahead. No, I was gonna say Miss Wanda original trap nigga, but what you was about to say? I would say, in the words of Block, quit acting like a broke bitch. That's the only piece of Housewives I saw this season. Oh, my goodness. Put Miss Wanda in the middle of the versus battle. That should have been who was up there doing all the Jeezy little um, portions. He was like, <laughs> what he was saying? Let's go back to a time. When it was da 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 da, he was doing all that old BMF reflecting and shit. Oh, you know, Miss Wanda was definitely in visions with Meech and all the rest of them standing <laughs> on top of the sofa in the VIP in section. In her, her apple bottom jeans. <laughs> better know it. Sweating out that press, fresh press, baby. Now, you know, Miss Wanda had them nasty pin curls at that upper <laughs> pin curls. What did you say? The, the million dollar head dudes? That's Miss Wanda. Miss <sighs> Wanda was definitely like, um, you know, in the hot girl video or whatever, when you Bye. When the camera pan past the two girls on the block with the Bye. hot <laughs> One of them, Miss Wanda. <laughs> Please don't die. We just came back. <sighs> COVID. You ain't been on Twitter. You ain't been on Twitter, but they new thing is posting pictures from freak nigga, everybody freaky ass mama. It's definitely a picture of Miss Wanda Listen. with her ass open on the damn beach. Mind Whoa. Her <laughs> if that's how we going, that's how we rocking. That's what we doing. Ooh, and that kitty Wanda, out. Just be on the phone. I can look in your eyes and tell you wanna fuck. Whoa. You ain't gotta call me your boo. Hell no. I want to taste your body. What? <laughs> <laughs> I want to taste your body. Oh, Miss <gasps> Wanda was definitely in the um. What was the the, the fuck face song with them do? You must be used to all the finer things. Oh my Infatuated thought for money, friend. I, I'm, I ain't listening to that song forever, so, so please don't cover me for the lyrics. It seems you hoes will never change. Whatever. Child, some people on social media don't know the lyrics either, so they probably think you saying it right. I want to fuck you in the butt, bitch, and whatever T-shirt was talking mm. about. Anyway, before we go deep off into this Wanda appreciation, because you know how we like to do, welcome to... Right. Another episode of Negative Woods, nigga. We still here. Huh, seven years in the game. Everybody can't compete. Shit, seven <laughs> years since the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, the login still works, so that's all that matters. 
burly. <laughs> I'm your player partner, Fresh Alina. And I'm your homeboy, Christian Emiliano. I can't go by Sirachness no more. I'm trying to get white people checks. So. Oh, my goodness. Caucasian it is coins. What it is. I'm not mad. You better know it. <laughs> it's the rebrand. It. <laughs> I am not mad at it at all. So, yeah, this is another goofy-ass episode. You know how we do, cousins. What's been going on? I mean, I'm asking you what's going on. Like, we don't talk every day. That's so industry fake. But we still going to play. We going to play like we don't talk. What's been going on? Right. (laughs) I mean, we ain't talked, what, since pre-COVID? That was our last episode when Nivea came back. So. Listen. (laughs) But, no, I've just been over here. You know, I be having real nigga shit going on. I know you be having real shit going on, too, just with my family, handling that. I'm the patriarch and just working on my businesses and doing me. Finally hit the good 3-0 last uh, two months ago. Hey. So I'm in 30 Club. So I'm a little grown now. You know, you know, you know what I'm doing. But yeah. It's giving. <laughs> Are your 30s giving? Is it giving you what it's supposed to give? A gave or whatever the fuck the nigga say? Well, I can say you have always told me the closer you get to 30, the least amount you'll give a fuck. And my give a fuck meter is gone. Listen. Period. I don't. I don't fight. I don't argue. I just block people and keep it the fuck pushing. <laughs> <As laughs> That's you what I do. By- I've had like what two birthdays since our last podcast, so I'm a smooth thirty six now, y'all. Like I'm your girl is getting up there. So if you are over it, you know I've been the fuck. Over it. And you still one of the youngest people on the network. Catch that. Wow. <laughs> In the game. <laughs> we still the babies of the podcast game. Now check that. Catch that T. Listen, I don't want no parts. I, I don't want I don't want the, I don't want the smoke. You offering free smoke. Mm-mm. I charge. But before, not you, Gucci man. You, oh, go ahead. Oh no, no. What you was gonna say? I was gonna say, not you, Gucci man. Say yeah, I do a versus for a million dollars. So, oh my goodness, and I need a half a ticket to do a walk through at Compound. <laughs> What's good? No. Before we jump off deep inside of this mess of an episode, you know I got to start this thing off by dedicated to the ghost of Frankie Lyman. Yes, yes, yes. The ghost of Frankie Lyman. my head. Okay, so I was watching Why Do Fools Fall in Love on Pluto or Tubi or whatever the other night, and I mm-hmm. fell asleep. But, like, I could hear my fire stick remote falling off the bed, but I was too lazy at the time to wake up and go retrieve it and put it, you know, back on the bed or whatever with me. I woke up the next mm-hmm. day. The shit was gone. I ain't seen it since. I have got, I've had to like download the app or whatever on my phone. On to your control phone. My fire stick. And I was just like, this ain't nobody but the ghost of Frankie Lyman. Because the whole time I was watching before I fell asleep, I was like, this nigga was dusty as fuck. <laughs> and he had all of y'all. I was talking so much cash money shit by the I was like, y'all really let this heroin addict. First of all, like the like, I know people think about Frankie Lyman, they they mind kind of automatically go to Lorenz tape, but like the no. real Frankie Lyman had looked like, what's the little um, 
the little old dude Gary uh, Coleman. Like he kind of had that kind of thing going on with him. like. R.I.P. to that man, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you look like a grown little mm-hmm. boy. So, like, if you can go and Google, like, the real people, the real women or whatever, and I'm just like, y'all was some of the coldest in the game, and y'all was falling off bad over this? Fuck y'all, and fuck him. And then, you know, my remote went missing, so. He pawned it. I'm just, I'm just trying to. Get it right. Yeah, he probably a pawned crackhead ass nigga. Like <laughs> weird ass. Hey, you know he went the pine. They was like, okay, where the fire stick Little go junkie. to it? No, no, no. This that new. You just need the remote. You don't even need the fire stick. <laughs> Nothing but the ghost of fucking Frankie Lyman entered my room and started rearranging shit and took my fire stick remote. So this is if you me go down pleading with. I don't know, the fire stick gods, please return my shit because I don't feel like spending $26 on a fire stick remote. I was already looking at the prices on Amazon. So I'm going to stick with this app. (laughs) Child, if you go down to Jacksonville to a pawn shop, your fire stick remote is going to be right there. First of all, they don't use fire sticks in Jacksonville. They are definitely (laughs) still using PlayStation ones. (laughs) And Redbox. Absolutely. Fire stick streaming media, girl. What is you talking about? We got this red box outside of Dollar General. You can go watch all of the movies. What 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 you trying to do? Streaming? Shut the fuck up. Girl, what is that? Well, well I'm dedicating the episode to Birdman. Um, Turk just recently did an interview with 85 South. I know them, your peoples, you love that show. And he was speaking of how number one stunner, the song came about to be. And pretty much Burb is a diss record towards Diddy because Diddy stunning on Birdman. And he just looked at him and said, this nigga never fucking stun wow. on me again in fucking life. And that is so funny to me because if you watch like Birdman content or even how he acts on like Braxton Family Values, that is so in character for that motherfucking nigga. <laughs> But a petty queen. I love him. Me too. He's the ri- listen. He's the original RuPaul. That nigga is fucking hilarious. Remember we that show? Um, what was it? Not moguls, where they was mentoring all the people, and he had like Jack Queens. He was like, yeah. I'm just gonna fly everybody out. I'm gonna make you a star. I'm a. He was I like, Yeah, I need to sell 15 million the first week, and Jack Queens was like, Whoa, nigga! Like, I don't even <laughs> sing my own songs. <laughs> I mean, what, what, I appreciate no. the support. Thank you for believing in me, but, um. And he had, like, that meeting with the uh, liquor distributor people or whatever for his mm-hmm. brand of nigga juice or whatever. And that white man was looking at him like, okay, you need how many bottles? All right, Mr. Bird, we got you. <laughs> Number one, I was, I was uh watching old Basketball Wise Miami episodes when Evelyn had signed the Cash Money publication. Wow! And she had that meeting with Slim and, and Birdman, <laughs> and he was just like, "I mean, you just hot. You just it is what it is. You gonna be a star." 
Get her one of my hoodies. Put this hoodie on. You got to sell our merch. Did she have a YMCMB? Oh, no. Yes, it? that's the hoodie she gave Oh, yes. she had a YMCMB hoodie. CBM hoodie. Yep, and in the next episode, she had that shit on for like four episodes. He was like, yeah, and I put this hoodie on. Yeah, that's... She said, I'm just want to be proud of He's like, yeah, okay, money. Bye. Got to go. Talk to Slim. Listen, you going to fuck around and make me go buy that book just so... I could read a chapter and offer it as bonus content for our cousins. <laughs> I want to read real Tasha Mayberry Chapel. I want to read Tasha Murberry chapter about her husband fucking that chef. No. <laughs> I'm <By laughs> in the podcast. That is not how improv work. You're supposed to end. In the You're supposed to okay end. <laughs> kill, kill the DJ. Yeah, Birdman is just, that nigga has always been a stunt queen, and I have always been here for it. Because I have to remind people, y'all got to think, Birdman was going by a whole drag name for a minute when he was like, call me Beatrice. Who the fuck is Beatrice? <laughs> uh, did he get that from Beatrix from um, <laughs> Kill Bill? Beatrix kiddo? I don't know. Like yep. He might have. <laughs> I think he was calling himself that before that. I don't know. But it was oh. around that time, so we not going to rule it out completely. But. And maybe with his accent, that's how he pronounces it. Beatrice. Girl, what? <laughs> Why would you do that? Did you ever watch his interview with Angie Martinez? Like her. It was, that fucked uh, up audio, that one? When they was like yeah. sitting outside and the wind was blowing? No, 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 no. They was in the studio. This one, she moved over oh. to uh, Power. And he was like, yeah, the only woman I ever loved was my mama. I don't love these bitches. I was like, oh, my God. Well, no. <laughs> At least he honest. He was like, I got some things to work through. He was like, the only woman I ever loved was my mama. And she died when I was five. So do with that as you will. I said, well. Because I want to say, I think I did watch his. Remember, he had like a documentary that came out uh, some years ago. That's what I, he was promoting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I may have watched either a trailer or like the first half or whatever. But it was pretty interesting. Like, um, it was pretty good. Cause that was the same um week of Respect My Authority when he was at the Breakfast Club. It was that same press week. Oh, that put my respect, put some respect. On yeah, my put name. some respect on my name, not respect, respect my authority. My authority. That's part. Still, it's the same thing. It's the same, same <laughs> thing, same principle. Cartman wanted y'all to respect his authority, and Birdman wanted y'all to put some respect on his Beatrice. So, same thing. Birdman coming to Chase Atlanta season five this summer. Please don't. Taking over for I can't. <laughs> we need that. I keep reading Birdman. You you can fucking fly away, bitch, with your fucking <laughs> chicken feet. Put Birdman on Love and Hip Hop. Atlanta, that would be hilarious because he would just walk out everybody off all of the scenes. Like he would just dismiss himself. He wouldn't yeah, have really buy the build. He'll buy the set. He'd be like, "Excuse me, can I just buy the building out my building?" Yeah, can I continue to use some of Lil Wayne money to buy all this stuff? Remember, he brought Tony Braxton whatever type of uber expensive car that was, and we was like, "Look." That's Lil Wayne money. That's when they relationship was still fucked up. Yes. Nigga, all your dollars. And to this day, I still think she did that jewelry fraud. Remember, she's like, they stole my jewelry on the plane to get the fucking insurance. 
listen, both of them on the same type of time when it comes to like being on some scam type stuff. So I'm here for it. I that's one relationship I have no problem standing behind. That's an industry. And I feel like that's why they still not legally married because they ain't trying to have no paper trail. Yeah, they don't want to intermingle their their finances or whatever. I'm not mad at it. I get it. Mm -hmm. And once you are over a certain age, you just like, look, I fuck with you. You fuck with me. Let's just be happy. I just need stability at this point. I just need somebody to go out to eat with. (laughs) I I just, you know, I just want to have somebody to go hang out with and go on a yacht. And go do whatever, whatever yeah. Tony Braxton idea of like fine living is. I just need that. somebody to line my hair up and buy me um ambrosia salads when we go out to eat. <laughs> I remember I was watching some show. I think it was an episode of maybe CSI or one of them little white people shows, and it was like white the woman shows. husband has died. What it is, what it is, uh, whatever. Uh, one of the um. <laughs> One of the, like, she was talking about getting older, and she was like, yeah, one thing I regret is I don't have anybody to zip me into my dress no more. So you got to think about that when you want to get married. You want to have somebody old just help you do simple things Girl, around they the got all kind of fly shit you can order off of Amazon to do that. <laughs> Way to go, Grandma. <laughs> Maybe your ass going to need somebody. My Kevin Samuels was, you're going to die alone. <laughs> Buy a dog. Don't go there. Don't go <laughs> buy a dog. That's my nigga. <laughs> that is funny. Is when I had my little foster son, he used to watch DuckTales all the time during COVID. And Daisy Duck said that on there. Like they the episode was Minnie and Mickey was thinking about getting married. And Mickey Minnie was like, I gotta make sure I love him. And Daisy Duck, she said, You want love? Get a dog. I buy was like, a that's just a children's show. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> Height, weight, dress size. Paying up for me, not paying back down. Okay. Are You're you two at best. Listen. I have I, five fiancés. Name them. I have no. I, I, I don't want to hear this shit. I don't call, say whatever you want to say. But my thing is this. Y'all call in to talk to him. So, mm-hmm. obviously, y'all must have a humiliation kick. Because mm-hmm. that shit must really turn y'all on to get talked to like a dog when you don't go along with his way of thinking. And that's that. Like, I watch Kevin Samuels' videos for pure entertainment, and I'm entertained every time I watch because I can't believe y'all dumbasses are still calling, and y'all continue to do it. So thank you for making my drives home from the gym at night that much more entertaining. It's just like people who sit in the front row at a comedy show and then get mad when a comedian go up to anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same principle. Buy a dog. <laughs> All those like sound effects. <laughs> I've been engaged five times. Name them. <laughs> Quickly. Was a ring of, of what he say, whatever, the carriage or whatever. Like, that nigga's hilarious. Oh, boy. It's I'm so much right has now. changed. So much has changed. And honestly, hated to love it. One thing I can say about, like, the Kevin Samuel shit, even the Derrick Jackson type of stuff, like, mm-hmm. it sparked, like, a new side of the internet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. not necessarily new because it always existed, but it's bringing more eyeballs on what people are doing, like, content creators. So, y'all know us. 
we off of like the creators like i don't have to agree with everything that you say or stand behind or whatever the case may be i just right. think it's dope for anybody to create whatever platform they want to to speak directly to whoever they want to so right if you don't fuck with it just don't fuck with it don't watch it it's this little <laughs> thing on youtube called do not recommend channel <laughs> i click that when i tell you i'm the king of push it do not recommend the channel not interested in me get this the fuck out of here listen because laughing at because some of those women i'm that call they are some of y'all fucking weird like it's some cool ones that call or women mm-hmm. who you know they're, they're not that bad or whatever but it's some weirdos that call and y'all keep me entertained, especially the 2021 I had. I needed all of the laughs right. or all of the distractions that I could possibly get. So, but before I even dive into where I've been and what's been going on to me, you know, shout out to all of the cousins who is checking in on me. I know y'all just like, damn, she don't hit us back or whatever, but I was reading y'all messages. Um, what emails because I haven't logged in on social media since I think the last day I logged on social media it was supposed about mini passing and I was just like bye this is it I'm done with this side of, of the internet my right because I already had like family stuff going on in the background you know everything mm-hmm. um so yeah it's been a lot of heavy heavy things going on in my life um and so all the cousins who took time to text uh email or whatever i appreciate it so so much um your good positive energy was received and appreciated because oh my goodness 2020 well, my ass that out. was a raggedy bitch. And it wore and everybody always, out. Mm-hmm. Because I always crack the joke. Like, you know, people be like, oh, y'all real niggas, y'all real niggas. Real niggas go through real shit. So when we be falling off the face of the earth or whatever, it don't be It's for a reason. Of, it's not because of laziness. It's not because of lack of drive or anything. It be real stuff going on. And what I'm never so, going to do is get online and complain about what's going on in my life or just bitch and moan when I know everybody has something going on still Absolutely. to this day. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that person. First of all, I'm, I'm pretty private for the most part right. when it comes to certain things. But, you know, you got some people, like, every time they log on Twitter especially, like, God damn, you always got a bad day going on. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I, I understand wanting to vent or put things, you know, out there to get off your chest. But that's just not me, especially when I know it was so many people who are still affected by what's going on in the world and, and what's happening. But, yeah, man. And a I, lot of things are uh, trigger warnings, and people don't really understand that either. Like, it's a lot of things that even trigger me to this day. Like, um... Like, for example, I told you, like, when my grandpa, like, my grandpa died of Lou Gehrig's disease, which is commonly related to ALS or whatever. I mean, yeah, so when they was doing all them ice bucket challenges and everybody was making jugs, that shit used to trigger me for, like, a year. And then, like, when they did it on Empire and Lucius just 
healed. I was like, there's no cure. That's not how that works. That's I can't even watch this show no more because it just made me sad. And I just wouldn't like to go on social media and accidentally trigger somebody because I've been triggered. So I'm one of the people I kind of just stay off of social media myself too and just distract myself with something else. I avoided all sad, depressing shit. That's why I have still haven't finished watching Queen Sugar or anything that reminds me of what I've had to go through as far as like deaths, COVID, anything that's in that bubble, I I can't do. And I'm not going to be able to probably do it for a minute. Just like I stopped watching Little Women of Atlanta. Like that episode when I know like, okay, y'all took a break and many not back on here. That's when I stopped watching. Like (laughs) I just, I, I, I can't really, I can't take the deaths right right now too much or whatever um so right you know for me what i've been dealing with for the past year or so is um i had a a aunt battling cancer and she eventually you know went through the hospice stage and i was uh, a part of being a caretaker she actually was staying with me so we talking about 24-hour duties that I'm handling. Mm-hmm. So, y'all know what how, how we are, like, always trying to be busy, always trying to be positive and, and everything else online. But when the real world starts happening and what's really going on, I can't translate how I feel in that energy into like an online persona you know what i'm saying like i don't got no fucking jokes about anything that's going on i don't know what's happening on television i don't know anything what i'm doing is administering morphine shots pills and and trying to hook up oxygen and yeah like doing things like that do being a caretaker Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I don't know. I didn't know the first thing, the second or the third. I would joke with my mama about like um, when I was in, I think, 10th grade and I took health occupations um, for like a elective or whatever. Elective. Mm-hmm. And, and they were just like, okay, so next semester we're going to have y'all volunteering at the hospital doing X, Y, and Z. I said, oh, no, I'm not doing that. And then I switched right. and did the computer things and never looked back because I was like, this is just, I can't do it. I don't know. the. Fr- I'm, I'm, I'm not built like that, which is why I just have to salute all of the essential workers, especially those in the medical fields. I'm talking about everybody down to the staff that's responsible for cleaning, like, the emergency rooms when, like, right. crazy trauma patients come in and it's blood and just everything all over the place like everybody because I'm not built for that I can do it but to say this is what I'm going to make a career out of your girl ain't got the heart for it and I I don't have the heart for that either especially because I'm an empathetic person like even when um, I was in cosmetology school it was a black-owned school, and every Tuesday was Senior Citizen Day, where they would come in and they would like they would um, pick them up from like the um, 
you know, like the homes or they but their kids will drop them off and they get their twenty dollar roller sets or whatever. And it and you know, like they would start requesting certain people and like the stereotype is like all men know how to do hair. So I was the only man there. So a lot of people I would have the same people over and over and over again. And then it'd be that one week, one of your clients ain't come. You because they done died. Yeah, then it's week two, then it's week three. And then me, I would be like, can you reach out to them for me? Like, I just want to make sure they okay. And da 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 And then I see them like at the month later. And they'd be like, child, I slipped and fell. I've been in recovery. I I did this or that. Or they just, when you don't see them or you just got to assume like, mm-hmm. they just, they did. And then... When you're a caretaker from, like, somebody in your immediate family or your family, it's just completely different. Because I had to be a caretaker for my grandpa with him. And I was doing that when I was 10, 11, 12. Because, like, back then, we talking, like, 2010, 11. Like, my grandma worked full time. My mama was working. So, we would take shifts. So, like, during summer, I didn't have summer vacations. Yeah, I'd that's be, what me and my cousins were taking shifts. Yeah, so I'd be getting up. And, like, I would cook little makeshift breakfasts. Like, I know breakfasts, dear God, I sound like Tisha. I would cook makeshift breakfasts. Even. And, you know, like, <laughs> I would cook makeshift breakfasts. And, you know, like, I would help him in his wheelchair, go to the bathroom. And I would, you know, keep him company. And, he, and you know, people, they they either get, like, super angry. They just don't be themselves. So I would just, like, distance myself. And then when my mama, she's been through a couple things. Like, she got bit by a brown recruit. And they had to cut that out, so we was her caretaker for that. And she went through fibroid surgery. I was a caretaker for that. And recently, she tore all the ligaments in her shoulder. So I was bathing her, doing everything like that. It takes a real, like, toll on you. And then you're looking at them, and they just feel like, oh, my God, I'm grown, and I got to have somebody, like, yeah, and 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 they want to still have their own sense of independence. Like, I remember – one night I was coming back from the the gym and my aunt had made her way out of the bedroom into the bathroom. And so, like, mm-hmm. I was literally, like, checking her room all the time. Like, I would sneak out and try to do what I needed to do at nighttime because I'm just like, right. okay, well, everybody's resting. Then my cousin was, you know, here, and I had, like, a, a house full of people that if something happened, like, someone is, is still here in the home or whatever. But I, I checked the room, and she wasn't in the room. Mm-hmm. But she had made her way into the bathroom, and I didn't think to look into the bathroom until maybe, like, two minutes later. I'm freaking. I'm just like, where is she at? Where is she at? And she had got you know, had situated stuff on the toilet. And so, like, dealing with somebody at the the latter parts of their journey or whatever, where every single thing is taking energy in, out of them. So she wasn't able to, like, pull herself up off the toilet to go back, you know, right. to the room to get in bed and all, whatever. So I had to call my cousin for help. And, you know, this is, like, 3, 4 in the morning. That mm-hmm. we we doing this or whatever, and it's just like once that happened, that broke me. So it's like all the crying that I eventually did once she passed. Like I did it that night because like yeah. that's when I knew like this is this is gonna like she's gonna pass. Like this is real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so to your point, as far as like trying to have like balance with with life and what's going on after that. I just didn't feel right leaving for an extended amount of time 
if it wasn't like a certain amount of people in my house. Yeah. Because I would feel guilty about, damn, like how long has she been here before I actually came in and, and, and was able to, you know, call for help and get, we was able to put her back in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. that just, it's a helpless feeling, especially like, and this was my favorite aunt. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it hit totally, totally different. And especially like her attitude was, she was always just funky and peppy. She was like me, you know? Right. And to watch someone just slowly, dwind, you know, dwindle down, um, it just, it did a lot. So no, I was not in the mood to make any jokes about my six hundred fat ass <laughs> life or <laughs> or whatever was going on. Like, right. you know, we were we were still working with clients and everything, but um it just got to a point where I'm just like, I can't even do this because yeah. What, what, well, with like our corporate clients or whatever, like I was still coaching, but I was just like, yo, I can't, cause I can't focus. I can't be three places all at one time. And this is still like the dead middle of COVID. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, this is the summer. Yep. This is, yeah. And y'all know how it is when someone is, is reaching the end of their, their journey. And that's when you start having like, an influx of people coming through and this is still fucking COVID and we dealing with someone who is High stage risk. four cancer. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so I'm on edge anyway, dealing with people coming in and out. And on top of that, like her immune system is super compromised. So I'm about to swing on people coming in and out of my house. If I got to mm-hmm. remind you to do whatever with this mask and all whatever and no hugging, no, it's, it was just a lot. You know, so don't think when, especially when I disappear, that I'm just on some, like, fuck y'all, I ain't trying to do whatever. Like, no. Right. That's just not what it was. I'm very human. Yeah. Human, mental health, and everything, because it just got to a point where you're physically tired, you're mentally tired, and you're emotionally drained, dog. Like, it was just too much. So, because I know in situations like that, like when I was talking to you, I'm one of them people. Like when I know somebody got something going on, I don't typically ask them about the situation. I just call them to be like a preppy, peaceful, like like distraction, and I wait for them to bring it up in conversation. Because sometimes it's just like, because I know like with me, I would call some people. I'd be like, I just want a distraction. Like I don't want you to ask me how I'm doing. I don't want you to follow up. I just wanted to like go to a little fantasy world where we can kiki about some kitten heels yeah. and then I can go back to living Ms. my Wanda real life. Pink curls. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I used to call you, I'd just be like, or like if I would text you and I didn't hear from you, I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, I know she handling her. I'm not taking it personal. And when I talk to you, I'd be like, I'm just in five distractions, child. I know how it is. Because a lot of people, until they in it, they don't get it. They think it's like the mama from being Mary Jane where it's just a few episodes, and then they get back, and it really ain't that no. deep. No. Mm-mm. No. Once, once the writing's on the wall, especially 
that creates a whole nother level of anxiety that I just right. never knew that I could ever possibly like experience or whatever. Because like I said, um, you know, between myself and my cousins, we were like constantly around the clock caretakers and, and everything mm-hmm. else. But it would just get to the point where I'm just like, I will feel guilty about leaving the house to run errands or do anything because I never wanted my cousins to be alone in the event. Like, yeah. the you know, the worst case scenario happens and all of that. Because I tell you what, the morning, what, yeah, the morning that my aunt passed was really weird. It felt normal, but it didn't. It was on a Saturday. Like, I actually had a client call, like a coaching call with one of the cousins. Right, right, right. But I remember. Like, she, I couldn't get in contact. with. I don't know what exactly happened. And I kept emailing and calling, and I wasn't hearing a response. I was just like, okay, whatever. Um, maybe she'll hit me up. I'll just continue to keep this window of time open. But one of my cousins on the other side of my family, like, he was having a baby shower, like, literally two houses down. And I had mm-hmm. saw him maybe like a day or two before, and he was telling me like, you know, oh, I'm having a baby shower. I'm finally having a little boy because he already has two daughters. And so I was, you know, joking with him about that. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll stop by or whatever. And so I'm literally like two houses down. So I didn't feel bad about walking two houses down. But something was just like once I got there, and first of all, it was, again, COVID. And I'm right. a caretaker. I'm masked up. Everything. I I felt bad for being over there because I'm just like, fuck, what if one of y'all got something? And I bring it back mm-hmm. to my auntie and, you mm-hmm. know, whatever's going on. And so I may have stayed over there, like, six, seven, eight minutes. And then, like, something, like, spirit said, you need to leave. You need to go. And I walked back home. I was like, I'll, I'll get with y'all later. Um, I'm, I, I, I don't really feel right. You know, we this we close. We too close. And I, I just need to go. And, mm-hmm. like, they understood. And so I walked back. I put my bag down. Came to my, back to my room. I checked in with my aunt. It was all good. Came back. And literally about... Three or four minutes later, my cousin came knocking on my door. She said, Rika, she gone. She died just that quick. But I was relieved in a way because I was just like, I was here in the house. I was here and her husband was here. Right. So she wasn't alone. That was my biggest thing because even um, in the weeks leading up to my aunt's death, I would just lay in the bed with her, talk to her, whatever. She just didn't want to ever be alone. So my aunt didn't want to be alone, and I didn't want my cousin to be alone. Right. So, and then when that happened, I just went into, okay, mode. I got to, I gotta first of all, call my aunts, my daddy, and tell them the news, which is horrible, calling someone, telling them, that their sibling has passed. Right. That's number one. That's That was my first time doing that. 
And then I also had to call the hospice company to come through and do, you know, all the things that they have to do. You got to get in touch mm-hmm. with funeral home, all this stuff. So, like, my brain went mm-hmm. into, like, boom mode. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, all this is going on and her kids are being notified, like my other cousins, that she's passing. So they coming in and then they got small children. I'm kicking the kids out the house, telling them to go, you know, it was a right. lot for a Saturday afternoon. And for the longest, I I felt kind of bad because I didn't grieve like how they grieve. But mm-hmm. once I realized, like, I had already, like, grieved her death while she was still alive. So right. I was able to kind of, like, come to terms with it. Yeah, and and kind of operate in the way that I needed to operate it. Because, like, pe- like, everybody was distraught. Like, pe- it was a mess. So somebody had to be the person that, like, saw the mission and everything through, even down to, like, the funeral home coming to get the body or whatever. Like, I did not leave my aunt. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's too much internet for me, baby, when it comes to, like, how you hear these stories about, um, you know, funeral homes not taking care of the bodies or whatever. Switching then, the bodies, yeah. giving you and charcoal. Granted, like, I, you know, I, I wasn't there with them, like, once they came and got the body, then, you know. But, right, 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 right. But just in the, the time between they actually came, mm-hmm. I was there. And just a part of me, like, I was very sad, but she had peace. Yeah. And she wasn't in pain. Because it would be times we we would be trying to give her medicine or whatever, and she did not want to take that medicine. Because she yeah. was like, it's nasty, it's whatever. But we just like, we want you to feel better. And just like seeing someone in that amount of pain, Mm-hmm. That shit changed me. Everything, everything yeah. I went through humbled the fuck out of me. I was already humble anyway. Right. <laughs> but, like, it was a whole nother level of just what that, that really just changed me. Like, I do feel like a whole nother person. I know I am very different um, when it comes to things. And then, like, my family we went through that and then literally like a couple weeks later i had a younger cousin die in a car accident and then some months after that i had a a cousin who died with gun violence so when i tell y'all my plate has been very much full please believe me i'm not disappearing on y'all because i hit a ppp lick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got some people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen. If I could erase all the pain that I went through with me a BBL surgery or whatever, like I would say five BBLs to not have to go through the kind of emotional just heaviness that I had to endure or whatever. But God is still good. You know, absolutely all the time. That was the biggest thing, and it's just like 
I don't have a joke to give. It will be days I just did not feel like even talking, moving my mouth. You know what I'm saying? It's like the physical act of speaking. I was like, I'm not even trying to do this. But it's honestly nothing wrong with that. Like it be days, oh, I know it's like not. I purchase yeah, like I purchase like blackout um curtains and it be some days like I just don't wanna talk to nobody. Like I'll call my mama maybe six, seven o'clock in the morning. I know she just getting up and I just be like, Hey, I'm just making sure you good. Today this one of them days where I don't have energy or any time to really talk to nobody. I just want to be with my own thoughts in my own bubble. Yeah, because she's like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Things hit different when it happened in your house. Okay. Yeah, because, like, my grandpa, uh, with him, it was kind of the same thing. The day before, he had invited his two best friends over. They had dinner. They drank their stag beer. They watched um football. And then he was just like, he had said something like, I love y'all. And he was like, what the fuck? Because, you know, my grandpa, old school, cutlass driving. They was like, and my grandma, she was like, he coming on his last days. And he started telling people he loved him. Like, that's so out of character for him. And then the following morning, so I used to have to, my grandma would go to work at 5.30, so I would get up with her, walk her to the car, then I would just stay up, watch cartoons, shower, help him, then walk to school. And then that morning, uh, she had helped, she didn't go to work, she had helped him to the bathroom, and then she was just in there a long time, and I was like, I gotta pee, I just remember, I was like, I gotta pee, <laughs> and he just, and I was like, can you move him out the way? And she was like, he gone. He had just died in my grandma's hands. Like, his eyes just, he just closed his eyes and he just died. And I remember, I was like, well, I still got to go to the bathroom. Oh, and so my grandma had <laughs> rolled him out the bathroom, but he slid out the chair. So I had to step over him, go to the bathroom. We called the ambulance. And anybody from St. Louis would know about um, Barnes Jewish. Like, you go there to die. That was the closest ambulance. They didn't come in time. And then my mama and my grandma, they wasn't really sad because they was like, well, we've already come to terms with, you know, this is a, it's mm -hmm. an incurable disease. So we didn't already mourn. And my grandma, because like my grandma thing was like, you know, I'm bathing him. And my grandpa was an independent old school. Like, he oh, this may be something else, honey. And what really got belong. him, because <laughs> like he could handle, like, because he went from a, walk, a cane to a walker, a walker to a wheelchair. That's not what broke him. It was having to get a catheter that really broke him in. It was like, I don't got no manhood about me. Like, mm -hmm. and I had to deal with that. And then, like, um, a few years ago with my mama's situation, like, so she had fibroids, but her thing was like, hers was so active. She had to get five blood transfusions, and she went into a seizure. That's how we knew it was that bad. And they was like, if you didn't catch it, she would have died right here in the ambulance. So I had to, and I was like, oh my. Like I'm, a, I'm, I only got one brother. I don't got no daddy. My grandpa did. Like I'm a very, I'm the oldest. That's why I be like, I'm There's taking no like, hand the patriarch. You really, yeah. You really just trying to figure things out as you go through it, and just like whenever you're taking care of someone, and you see the amount of pain that they have mm -hmm. to go through daily. Like this may sound crazy to certain people, but my prayer will always be God just take her because yeah. it's so unfair to watch someone go through like that amount mm -hmm. of pain and just suffering mm -hmm. and you give the medicine and it 
kind of sort of not really is doing anything it makes it just a little just bit prolonging. tolerable yeah when they say and like oh just... we're just trying to make you comfortable it doesn't make them comfortable really it just Mm-mm. so i would be back there praying up a storm <laughs> you know in my room praying and everything else and soliciting prayers and doing everything that i could so when she passed yes i was sad but i was just like god she is no longer in pain because when i tell you that pain used to have my auntie Mm -hmm. it's certain things in life that you just don't forget i won't forget that which is why now all like the little stuff that I would maybe previously complain about or like, oh my God, I got to deal with this <laughs> little sitting right. relative or whatever. Like, I'm so grateful and appreciative of every single day that I have. And I didn't have any like, you know, bad standing with people, with anybody before this or whatever. Like, I don't fall out with people. <laughs> you know right. that. Like, we neither us do. No, That's a, yeah. so it was. It wasn't that type of pressure where I felt like, oh my God, I gotta make all of these rectify. <laughs> I gotta find my book. I gotta, I gotta you know, <laughs> write all these wrongs and, and mend all of these. <laughs> like I, I don't have to do that. But my thing was just like, let me appreciate all of like my days, even the days where I'm sore from working out, even the days where something may have happened and I'm kind of disappointed or something happened with my car <laughs> you know and right. it gets someone mm-hmm. frustrated let me be appreciative of the fact that i have a car let me be appreciative of the fact that i'm able-bodied and i can do all that i have to do i can work myself out so much that i am sore you know mm-hmm. it just made me just slow down so much and really just become more aware of my blessings because i was always aware but it's just certain Some things stuff you really do take for granted. Yeah, we just put on, on autopilot and we just treat mm-hmm. it like it's supposed to be here. Like, you know, this this is all I know, so this is just what it is. And it's not like that. And, and so, it really does help you like learn to roll with the punches and like a lot of things don't really bother you that might have bothered age you before. The, age already was aiding me with that like the older you get yeah the, the more you don't if you can't control it you don't care at least i don't so like I'm i was already good way. with that like <laughs> me and you had this conversation yesterday we was talking about like okay when people are arguing you'd be like okay what's the solution like whenever somebody try to argue with me i'd be like okay What's going to be the solution after we had an argument? Because my opinion ain't going to change. Your opinion ain't going to change. So are you just trying to yell at me just to yell at me? Or yeah, what's going to happen? Life is too short to just be. Let's, to kind of take it back to this to the point about the Kevin Samuels shit. Where I'm just like, why the fuck do y'all keep calling? <laughs> like, I guess that's <laughs> another reason why I'm just like, yo. If this not for you, why are you paying attention to it? Which is why, like, I, I guess, like, I don't know. I, I still think this shit is just hilarious or whatever, but I, I see all y'all draining talking points or whatever. But, you know, you taking time off your own clock focusing on this when you could be focusing on creating whatever, like, 
lack that you feel like this dangerous toxic content what it's doing for women so you could be out creating like the the complete opposite of what he's doing but you focusing on like what this motherfucker doing like Sure, or you could be out here getting a nigga and proving him wrong. Buy a dog. Just be proactive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a size 14. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, you're the size of Barry Sanders, like in his prime. <laughs> ma'am, I can look at you and tell you big, like. <laughs> I'm literally at my desk with my hand over my eyes, like ma'am, I just missed my deadline to get this promotion. Ma'am, you on camera? <laughs> you ugly as fuck. Well, he ain't he gonna say that, but no, what the French toast? <laughs> and listen, the older I get, y'all, the like the cornier I get. So like little stuff like that just tickles me. Like so. You know, we like to watch stuff for all the wrong reasons. I'm not watching that oh, man get no life tips. And I fucking love dad <laughs> jokes. Oh, absolutely. It's so many things. Okay, just like I really wasn't interested in watching the newest season of Pose because Pose don't sit right with me only because the premise, and I've talked to my trans friends about this too, and they was like, well, when you make that, it makes sense. The premise of Pose was supposed to be about transgender women not getting their dues and how everybody ate off of them so the first season was about them okay but when you put pray tell at the head of everything y'all the only people he nominate once again you taking a show about trans women and eating off of them to support a different demographic so i was like if pray tell finna be all up and through this season i ain't finna watch it so i wasn't gonna watch it until my dude called me he was like nigga they don't hear smoking crack i said oh let me watch pose <laughs> Got that Chris Who <laughs> would Angel smoke that? She's like, what's this? This hit kind of different. Oh, girl, that's that new new. Listen, I'm a little um, posty. Well, you will be out there sucking dick on the pierce, but me <laughs> and you, we need to talk. That's what type of energy <laughs> I'm on, baby. Now, you can do what you got to do, but as far as me and mine, baby, we need to get on one accord, <sighs> and this ain't it. Um, Let me go bring the dead officer in here to talk to you. Right. To make you. <laughs> and then another thing with Pose. Let me is, bring like, Patrice I... Colors from Black Lives Matter. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Here to talk Let me to bring Stacey Abrams to come in to talk to y'all about. <laughs> hi, Jeezy. Hi, Gucci. This is Stacey Abrams. Hey, Miss Abrams. Hey, Miss Abrams. Can you help me? Well, Mr. Radrick, you need to reach to your local legislative <laughs> and have them clean your record. I just want to say this is great for hip-hop. I am a fan. <laughs> I be out here trapping. I drink my lemonade, too. Wink, wink. <laughs> Lemon pepper wings in a freeze cup. I am all about it. <laughs> and we just want, you know, <laughs> we applaud the fact that you niggas ain't out here killing each other in the streets of Atlanta. You're letting the young you niggas for do providing, that, but, you know. Right. Thank you for providing Gen Z with entrepreneurship spirit and creating all these black-owned businesses and jobs for us. Go Gucci. They're yeah, not let's on get paper. It. Let's go. No, hey, Miss Abrams, thank you. <laughs> Tell Gucci was raised by an old school Alabama mama. Hey, Miss Abrams. Miss Wanda, that's the spirit of Miss Wanda. 
but yeah y'all um just circling back again thank you so so much for all of y'all continued support um so like i took an extended amount of time away from working with all clients corporate Mm -hmm. the cousins everybody just to focus on myself focus on family first of all because that was my aunt that wasn't my mother and i had to really be there for my cousins and my aunts and Mm -hmm. uncle and my dad that they lost a sibling It, it hits different you know, if I could feel like I felt and that was an aunt, I can only imagine how that would have meant if that was my mother. And so right. it goes back to just moving forward, being appreciative of my crazy, crazy church-going-ass mama and daddy. Like, you know, because they're here, and I got them, and I want to love on them, and I want to love on everybody. Not like that. I want you know, don't be. I was about to say somebody's <laughs> name right now. I caught myself. Y'all, say y'all their names. Say <laughs> their names. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> For $3, I'll unbleep it. Say their name. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The filter is off. You want to go say their name? Listen, I ain't no creepy blogger. I ain't. You can that. read between the lines. Hmm. Listen, I, I, I'm I'm not doing none of that. That not that type of love. <laughs> but just as far as like spreading love, and it just even going into like COVID, me and you had plenty of conversations where we were just like, man, we want to get all of this like dope content and helpful resources out to the cousins, and not even charge like we or if yeah. we are charging, just like make it super affordable because we know. Things are tight, and they're going to be tight for a minute, you know. And I never want – I'm not going to put COVID in my sales pitch trying to make people feel like, see, don't know, motherfuckers don't know if you're going to die, so you need to sign up for this course. Girl, what? It's not that. It's not that because, like, I remember at the start of COVID, like, I had made – the type of resources I did, I had did a a 500 listing of remote jobs, and then I had put up, like, grants – and I had put up stuff like that. But I just, like, with the whole COVID situation, it was just a lot of things that just came across as, like, tone deaf. Like, even exactly. now, I don't even like to post anything materialistic on social media because I know people still dealing with eviction memorandums and COVID and unemployment and everything else like that. It's just tacky to me. Like, Nigga, it I am fit not right Stormy me. Wellington. I'm right, not like about it's, to be I'm not Marlon like, Hampton. I'm not none of these people. Like I'm, that shit's I, just tacky. I'm to not me. about like, to be like y'all bitches buy this skinny tea because hey, we still here, so we need to get it. Let's go. Let's do no. I, know, I'm not like trying to be in people's pocket like that. Like, and I would just suggest to the cousins be real cognizant of who you are out here sharing your money with. As far as like the digital creatives that you're and supporting, I will also, because and I will, to piggyback off of you, I will also suggest when times got rough and we was in a real financial situation and some real shit going on, for all the experts, pay attention to who actually stepped up and gave out valuable advice on how to make it through a recession and a situation like that, and who fell back. 
because they really don't know what they're doing and they just waited for it and then they follow back up with things that don't even sound believable. Yes, yeah, no, everybody just talking about dollars. all the money that they make during this time. Like, well, that too, but like that's just so. Because sometimes people may have just fallen back because they just was busy on some other shit. Because somebody could easily say that about me. I wasn't saying shit because I just wasn't around. But like, but no, but you gave you would give it. You could give advice on how to. You talked about it before, like how to get it from like a non-popping city or just some other whatever. Yeah, I'm just yeah. That's what I mean by my that. my whole point yeah. is just like. Y'all got to understand, like, every single person out there listening, like, we're, I'm pretty sure we're not the only podcast or, like, digital creatives that you support. Like, y'all out here changing people's life. Mm-hmm. Y'all out here providing us with a lifestyle and with options and choices that, we would not have if it wasn't for your support. I would never get on this platform and talk down to anybody. Like, it may be times where, like, one or two stragglers may come in, <laughs> you know, um, the comments or your mentions or whatever, but we know, like, we know you're not a cousin for real or whatever, and we right. politely get you the fuck up out of here. Or right. you have to remind people of certain boundaries and, like, you know, yeah. while we appreciate your support, we ain't tap dancing. So don't come at me crazy because I'm not going to come at you crazy. But that's, like, right. a few few and far in between. You know what I'm saying? Like, But for the most part, mm-hmm. we have, like, the most amazing listeners, the most amazing fans, supporters. I don't even want to call y'all fans. Like, y'all are, like, your, your family to, to us or whatever. And y'all, again, are out here changing people's life. Don't ever let these motherfuckers come to y'all talking crazy and feeling like they can just sustain whatever they got going on without the support of the people. It's one thing to have, like, a bad day. We all have bad days. Right. Me, personally, I don't have social media meltdowns, but I know, like, quite a few people do. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I get it, you human or whatever, but if you always going off on your supporters, it says a lot about you and less about them. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you may have to check one or two people, but it shouldn't be, like, your calling card going off on people, like, motivation is not talking crazy to people and that that seems like that's a lot of that going on or people just constantly stunting and fronting and all this other fly shit Mm -mm, that's not what i'm about i'm about giving back to the community that has given me all of the things that i have received since 2005 and you can't put a price tag on those blessings and a you know a monetary value on that. So whatever I can help someone do, I'm I'm down for it. Especially now like um I'm anxious and I'm excited to get back to coaching. But as affordable as my rates was before, I'm dropping them shits even more. You know, because I'm not really tripping like that. Right. You know. Um is is I want to provide value and insight. This is like the legacy that I'm I'm trying to leave behind. I'm not trying to go out like 
what was the nigga from the the scammer dude hush puppy or whatever with the with the crazy cars the was he like a nigerian scammer or some shit Oh, you child, when you say nigga. scammer, my mind just said do 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 It's so I was many. Say, Charles Wade. I'm over it's here like, so many. <laughs> I ain't know that type of time. Like we 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 have nice things. We like nice things, but we don't have to put all of that on display to justify who we are is is individuals. I don't need that for a calling card. I would much rather somebody break up my name in conversation and be like, that girl crazy as hell. Or, you know, she, they they got that funny podcast or whatever, but she know what she's talking about when she's talking about that brand right. shit, that business shit. Right. Or they country as hell, they this and that, but they know what they talking about. Right. I would much rather you lead with that. Or like, fresh is funny, fresh always got a joke of whatever the case may be versus right. that bitch out here with a closet like Ari and Jada and all of them. Like, bitch, I'm 36. What the fuck? I don't got time to keep up with a uh, little baby okay, baby mamas. Did, okay, even if they did, <laughs> unless you finna sit in YouTube and become a beauty blogger, it don't really matter. Like, okay. Cool. Because I did like, you gotta also know your audience. Y'all fuck with me for these jokes. Y'all are not con- the least bit concerned about what's in my closet or, right. you know, this lace front being melty. Y'all right. can appreciate it, <laughs> but that's not why y'all fuck with me. And when you know that, you lead with that. I don't know. I guess because we know we have more to offer than designer. Aesthetic. Or, right. you know, yeah, a lifestyle or whatever. But I'm just out here trying to make people feel good because y'all deserve it and give back again to the community of creators where i come from and what was crazy like this whole time that i haven't even been on social media i haven't even been anywhere online i'm like a virtual ghost y'all still showing me love you still buying resources and t-shirts and all whatever else without me even being here so i i so appreciative of that and all of my actions will continue to reflect that. Like, we've never been on, you know, money hungry. It's one thing to recognize your value. That we do. And that I have always teach. Not only preach, not only for myself, but for others. But mm-hmm. I'm not hitting people over the head with crazy ass prices for coaching. And, was talking about whatever. this last night. Yeah, because we were talking about this last night, and I was just breaking it down because I was watching this YouTube um, webinar. It was like a, you know, a free one to lead into you buying the whole thing. And she was like, yeah, the whole webinar, she was like, yeah, my whole course is $2,000. You get lifelong Bitch. access to my course, plus you get my Facebook group. And I was like, $2,000? And I know some people was like, oh, this is so affordable. And I'm one of them people, I really be wanting to leave comments on YouTubes and Facebook. That's just my personality. I want to be like, okay, when I went to college, I could get three credit hours for $900. And if you go to community college, you can take a class for $600. So instead, of, so you could get, for $2,000, you can be a third of your way onto an associate, but you're going to buy a one-off course that's an hour long that I'm if you buy like it. That. Yeah, it's not that crazy. And like y'all don't need to be on it like that. Y'all work too hard for y'all. At, money. Especially not with the resources that's out there. Especially not 
And then even with them Facebook groups, I'm one of them people. I go in there. I'm in Facebook groups are my new favorite thing. That's low key the social media platform that I've been on lately. And I just try to see like, okay, are moderators answering questions? Is this just the same regurgitated information? Is this information being up? And that's why I've always like, like one on one coaching because every client is different. Like I know it's, it's certain things that it's certain like base principles in you know, strategies that can apply overall, which is why we have created, like, the resources we have throughout the years. Yeah, like, clerical work, paperwork, or business, That's stuff different. like that. But, like, yeah. as far as, like, certain scenarios, certain issues and problems that a lot of creatives come to us with, that requires me to really talk to you and really understand, I feel like. That's just not a... A, a one size fits all problem, bitch. This is not Miss Sealy pants. Miss Sealy right. said one size her pants fit everybody. Mm-hmm. It work mm-hmm. out. That's not what it is when we're talking about business strategy, marketing, branding, things of that nature. Anything educational based. Yeah, anything educational based. Like when I, one thing I had liked about like I like when when I had went to college and when I had went back, everything else. I was like, I'm paying to be able to talk to my professor and ask somebody questions like i could have easily just bought these textbooks and this workbook and read it myself and you know did whatever but i like having mentors in certain situations or professionals that i can go to and ask them because also like it's so many people like my little gay babies that i be mentoring like i got a whole little gay house gay baby like i'm it. sorry i had to like it's no it's fine you know that's no, our joke <laughs> yeah you know it's fine yeah but like gay babies is what i call anybody under 25 like my gay babies are my babies that's under 25 who trying to get their shit together i always tell them like you gonna think you know shit just because you graduated school you got a little education Listen. or because this and that but real life experience and textbook experience is two completely different things and i've made a lot of mistakes I don't want y'all to make so that's you know, why I try to explain to, to people like whether I'm giving them like business advice or real life advice it's younger people listen up listen to your elder okay I ain't an ancestor yet and I don't want to be an ancestor no. for a long time but <laughs> I am an elder I, I I warmly embrace that role or whatever it's a blessing to be 36 I know I'm not the oldest but I'm also not the youngest and right. so I'm all about like just trying to remind p- people who are younger than me, like, hey, take a breath. It's, it's not as bad as it, as it seems, or you will get through this, or stop trying to fall in a timeline and compete with people who are 10, 15, 20 years older than you who already got a running start. You trying to come in and compete with me. As a 36-year-old, when you're 25, fresh out of college, in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of all these other things, like, honey, you're being so unfair to yourself. And it's also a mentality thing. Like, I tell people all the time, like, I'm not a jealous person. So when I see certain people get certain things, my first mind isn't like, oh, my God, that could have been me. Oh, my God. That's that's great. Fantastic. Yeah, when I see stuff, I be like, wow, that's dope. I didn't even think that type of door be open for somebody like me. Not, I be looking at it like a plus, like, oh, that's what's up. And like, that's why you always that's cool I'm seeing. Yeah, because I look at it like, okay, that's cool. I'm seeing that we slowly transition into this. Like, 
when you can be happy for others and gen- not genuinely happy for people. Like, yeah. And this is why my face card is so fucking good with people in this industry. Because none of y'all could come and say, I had it on y'all by anything. I don't fall out with people. It's none of that. Because I know what what's for me is going to be for me. My blessings are my blessings alone. Exactly. So I'm not trying to compete with what you got going on because what you got going on is something that I may not want to do. Like, I don't want to be on nobody's TV. I don't want to be on in front of nobody's camera. I don't want to be doing all whatever. But if you on that right. type of time, that is great for you. And that's not and even no being sarcastic or whatever the case may be. And that's what people mess up at. Like, you see other people winning and whatever mm-hmm. their respective race is. And you feel like, bitch, I need to go lace up my cleats and run alongside. No. Mm-hmm. Nope, I'm not gonna do it. I like looking raggedy when I ain't got when, when I don't have to dress up, do whatever. I like being off. I like this this low living. <laughs> I like being around my family. I like all of the the things that come along right. with the choices and the lifestyle that I've decided to to make for myself. But if you the opposite and you want to be on some Hollywood shit, that's fine. I'm not about to try to compete with that. And everything happens for a reason. Like exactly. I've shot, I've done two Carlos King pilots. I've done a, um, another TV show pilot. I've tested for Love and Hip Hop Miami and Atlanta, and none of it went through. And I'm kind of blessed that it didn't go through because looking back, like I wasn't in the ment- to mental space or even aware of myself and my brand enough to even properly have monetized that. Like I really would have just older not that i am now at 30 and got what i going on i would have fucked up all my bags because i wasn't so you would i'm thinking i'm yeah a child because i would have been just like everybody else because it's just like yeah like with the production people they was cool and like carlos king's a sweetheart his assistant angela's sweetheart but at end day they got to make their money so i was kind of glad that our stuff didn't get picked up and then with that whole them loving hip-hop stuff because I'm glad that didn't work out for me either because, well, with the Love Hip Hop Atlanta, they was like, oh, we're going to bring you on via Carly Red. I said, nope, I'm good, bye, which was weird because, like, I Not personally know. Not even organic First of all, I generally, like, and I personally know Sierra Glam Shop, and I'm cool with her stylist, and we the same age, but you want me to film with the 55-year-old? Don't even make fucking sense. Like, even from an age thing, like, because we... That's when I was 28, they had wanted me to do it. Why would I film with the 50-year-olds? I would be with the to- the 20s and 30s. Shit just don't be making sense on paper. Like, y'all not finna housewives me. I'm not finna be <laughs> Portia, and I'm 29, and I'm arguing with go- girls, and they 50s. And no, that's not what that's finna be. But like I said, I'm glad it didn't work out for me because it wouldn't have benefited me in the long game. Now I work behind the scenes in television. And I like it that much more. I like behind the scenes. I just want to get my money and go. I want to be creative. I want that's to be where busy. I am. And, like, it it really stresses your creative juices. Like, I love doing um the write-ups. I love doing the pitches. I love making the decks. I love being in, editing behind the scenes. I, I love doing the storyboard. shit that y'all be on. I ain't got time to be trying to be in hair, makeup, and wardrobe for four and five mm-hmm. hours to have mm-hmm. a 20-minute conversation for a three-minute scene. Like... Now, out of boredom, 
Listen, not out of boredom. I will pump through a scene of Chasing Atlanta once or twice just for the Life is truly <laughs> what you make it. I have been toying around. Like, I was like, I would do Chasing Atlanta. And they be Atlanta DMing me all the time. Crazy. I was like, I would love just to pop up in my little truck with my little design and just film and eat my little food and go about my life. I would definitely entertain something like that. But, like, anything with television and all that stuff. I got kitten like, videos to watch on YouTube. Right. You got time for this shit. Buy a dog. I got, I showed you my YouTube where she review uh, cheap wigs off of Amazon Prime. I got videos of her to watch. I ain't got time to be having (laughs) these stupid ass arguments about nothing. Things that I don't even care about. Like, no. Bitch, you unfollowed me and then you didn't come to my brunch and we got smoked. Okay. You got it. Because you unfollowed me. Okay. Gay baby. Please stop. Broke baby. Please stop. <laughs> Gay baby. <laughs> That's my way to put out there that I'm not a pray tale. I am very cognizant of my age and the type of people I hang around. Gay so baby. That was my type of doing the disclaimer. Anybody under 25, you was a gay baby to me. You used to be my gay child outside of that. Ain't nothing we got to talk about, Miss Mama. I'm trying to mental on you. Yeah, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> that song is hilarious. In that bussy. Trying to get to you in that bussy. Uh, that's not. <laughs> Throw baby. I, I thought people was like playing. I thought that was like a fake song before. <laughs> oh, like a troll it. song or something? Yeah. Like a skit. <laughs> pretty little bitch, pretty little hoe. How romantic. No. And they say poetry is dead. Maya Angelou would be proud. Purr. Do do a throat baby and Maya Angelou. <laughs> Put your Pretty spot. little bitch. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Purr. Pretty little bitch. Pretty little whore. I can't even do it because my damn throat. Yeah, baby. Okay. I failed. I got chopped. I got chopped. <laughs> it's okay. I take my chops with pride. Every nigga wants a one month. Okay, so. We're gonna move on. I know we ain't watched the verses. We we watched two minutes of the verses. I was like, I don't know these songs. You was like these aunties and we was like When I walked on, I just heard candy, but in my ass and the jeans got you shook and I said, What the fuck is this? It was just really aggressive. And I said, Oh, I can't handle that pussy. And then I saw SWV and I was like, Are they finna go walk a eighteen K? Like why is they in? <laughs> why they had no <laughs> <laughs> they had them tailgate attire on, looking like they finna go. <laughs> them um, what was the 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 little cancer walk they do every year? Yes, they had that shit on. Girl. They had that on, an escape hat on, a Stella Awards outfit. I was like, I'm just confused about the fucking dress code. Oh my goodness! I like the set, beautiful set, great set. Whoever the beautiful set designer was. <laughs> Listen, let's shout out the behind the scenes people. That was a beautiful set. The set design did very great. The microphone Good for y'all. did wonderful. AV did well. very great. I'm not going to go in on um what was going on with Faith Evans' microphone and her audio or whatever during the middle of DMX funeral. But no, her audio was good. Never mind. It was the singing that was horrible. It was something. <laughs> <laughs> was it his funeral? Uh, uh, I think um, she sung at his Black funeral. Black funeral. No, I think it was black. I don't think they. I don't the, think the they. Audio, I don't remember them was, streaming. 
that shit was like the 98 source awards <laughs> i was like to, to fix this shit. i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to mourn i can't even concentrate on being in my feelings but he's every shoddy time lives. every time it's a celebrity funeral it's always something that makes it like a running joke christina aguilera with that tanning lotion running down her legs looking like period blood i'll take funeral. that versus what faith faith evans in her living room <laughs> with her footies on fucking up going up yonder how you that is the one standard church funeral song then she passed passed the mic to the young broad and she i'm going over yonder it's like girl that's not how that go to be with my nigga, like and they pass the mic to the to the dude in the back on the whatever piano he ain't know what was going on he just started mm-hmm. i was like cut the feed cut it cut it and it just y'all better stay off give me dope. my flowers fresh alina give me my flowers fresh alina stay off of dope please <laughs> Why are y'all still doing I mean, dope in 2021? I mean, with Faith Evans, she voluntarily said that she ate Biggie's ass. So I think we just need to have a real sit down with Miss Mama. Because she doing a different type of joke. How are you dope. still doing dope? And like this, move on. Pop some pills. <laughs> I'll pop some pills while I do some that fucking dope. And yes, I'm calling her a full-blown <laughs> fiend. Dope head. Cause that's just the only thing in that the words of, in the words of Jackie Christie. I didn't say crackhead. I said dope thing crackhead. <laughs> she up there like how on the movie Rafe when the white dude was like, "Yeah, look at him. He got that junky itch." She was up there rubbing <laughs> her like, "Girl, <laughs> y'all don't get this." She like that clip. off my screen. She's like that clip of that woman at the funeral. Son, day <laughs> a friend a bye. Not even because at least they took her mic. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> wreck a friend, whatever. <laughs> Anybody ask you? The song literally got like two 13. bars. Like, how do you mess? <laughs> <laughs> That's like somebody messing up like the happy birthday song. Like, <laughs> I'm going, like, Unless they got like the extended bad boy recreated the remix version of going up yonder no. that I haven't been privy to. But other than that, like the standard, it got like six, seven, like, come on, bro. You, you well, chunky. When I pass, can you have Precious from my house do a Vogue cutter going up to yonder for me? Back to the cat, to the cat, young cat. I just want you to be asking <laughs> Meow, meow, going, meow. going, cat, pat, yonder, kitty, yonder, kitty, cat, pussy, cat, kitty, purr. kitty, yeah, 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 purr, purr. She's giving milk, girl. Mourn for me, just mourn for me. <laughs> that would've been me. I would've been yes, yes. Oh man, let me tell you about graveyard funeral times, like graveyard services. Please wear a wig that will be appropriate for the elements. <laughs> I understand you want to be sickening with your 32 inches and such, but that heat hits totally different. And then y'all mm-hmm. know y'all ain't a media family, so you ain't going to be up under them tents. You're going to be out there in the sun. 
that them graveyard services that hit different in COVID. Ask me how I know. I got I had my appropriate <laughs> wig on. I had a half wig on with a headband. <laughs> And I had a light color top and dark bottoms. I was fine. Some nice flats. Because, you know, graveyard services, you got to walk through the cemetery, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't fall. You know, they're digging up plots all around. You know, Taylor, <laughs> you know what? This type of humor wasn't ain't flying in 2021. We gotta take this back to 08. We Where can't crack I'm these jokes going. no more. I'm going to Houston, so I ain't gotta wear masks. This way, what you feel about everybody being maskless? I ain't fucking. Um, with it. I'm not fucking with it either. And I also can. I just want to say this for somebody that lives in Atlanta. Atlanta gets a really bad rap because, like, the everyday people do be masked up and minding their business. Y'all just see. Some I niggas in the club. Masks. Yeah, like I love wearing. They are part of my outfit. Like I, I like will say the people. one thing. I will say the one thing I don't like about. I get called ma'am all the time. Just I have not been called me. sir in a year. I have walk not been called. Me. And sometimes I'd be like, "Ooh, I'm feeling a little pussy. Thank you." Gay and baby. I'd be like, I don't even have a womanly shape. And my mama, she's probably a she Kevin Shit, Samuels. Some women well, ain't women got just bad built these days. They got my mama. My mama be like, well, these uh, women just bad built. Don't got nothing to do with you. Cause me and my um my gay son, I had took him to Miami, and we was waiting out. We literally was downstairs waiting for him to come get us. And they was like, oh, we was looking for two dudes. I just thought y'all was two little bad bitches in the corner. I was like, wow, thanks. It's a couple bad bitches in the building. Amen. But I'm, not like I'm fully vaccinated and I still wear my mask. I like wearing a mask. I like wearing a mask because I like staying away from people. And we can wear masks from here on out. Like, I'm cool with it. Whatever we got to do, I'm with it. Um, But, yeah, that's, you know. Y'all don't have to I wear really your like... mask. That's, your, that's y'all decision. But I will be wearing my mask. I'm not here to yeah. try to tell y'all what to do. But as for me in my face, it will have a mask on. Not you say you mask for mask, so you don't fuck with the lady boys. You don't like feminine guys. You mask for mask. Yes. That's what you get. Well, <laughs> you like what you like. The only time no I like pull my mask films. down. Please. No Asians. No chocolate. No rice. <laughs> I, uh, no, mine is no rice, no lice, no white, no Asians. But, um, oh, wow. I, wow. Uh, wow. Whoa. That's a jack term. I didn't make that up. That's a jack term. <laughs> <laughs> It's no rice, no lice. That is a jack and grinder term. I didn't make that up. I didn't coin it. Don't put that off on me. The gays are vicious. (laughs) Get her, Jade. I just repeated it. Get her, Jade. (laughs) Jesus. No rice, no lice. Black. You need to be the gay Kevin Samuels. Stand up for me. Turn around. (laughs) You're a three. Okay. You're a three at best. I kind of feel like that, but then it's getting like, I'm not a mean person. But then, like, when I be watching all, like, the chasings and the G-status and the come-ups, I be like, wow, we really got to dead the stereotype that gay men know how to dress because y'all cannot dress worth a damn. It's a lot of stereotypes. How much did you weigh just... the last time you weighed yourself? <laughs> you lose at least 50 pounds. I need nah, to be able to see your collarbones. <laughs> <laughs> 
he be on their ass. I'm like, why would you do this? <sighs> ma'am, ma'am, I'm an image consultant. I do this professionally. I can look at you and tell you're, it's no way I you're mean, 160 pounds. <laughs> and, and I ain't trying to be 10. funny. Like, did you see his high school thing? Like, he was in, like, um... Yeah, he was in all that shit. Glee Club and all that shit. All that was aesthetic, body-based anyway. So that's probably shit he used to hear, like, you know, if you, you gotta lose 10 pounds to get this gig at dancing, da-da-da-da. So that's probably what molded him. Like, when I was in college and everybody was um, pledging, they would put the girls on a washing machine full of socks and um, bags, and if your stomach jiggled, you had to lose it before well, you, uh... <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking I'm way. not going to tell you what um sister sorority that was, but you can probably put who was that vein. You can probably put it together. And you know who it wasn't. But um Thick babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to cuddle on you. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. It's no way you will be under 200 pounds and look like you're on drugs. You need to lose at least. You know people be like, if I, if I look sick, ma'am. If no. you go back in your old photo album of your family and you can look at the women in your family, everyone was in shape. Shit. <laughs> Maybe in your family. It's not the case in everyone's. Well, yeah, uh, this is not about to turn into the Kevin Samuels uh, appreciation. appreciation. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, y'all, take take a page out of our book. Just watch it or listen to it. Or if you just accidentally consume it. Just laugh at it and move on. Like, don't take just it Just find humor in a situation. I find humor in everything. Like, you're precious obese. for color girl. Like, everything is just, a lot of shit just be funny to me. You're so. the same size as Barry said. You are uh, <laughs> in his prime. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know what? That reminds me of, like, I remember, like, this interview Oprah did, like, years ago. And she was like, mm-hmm. I think she went to a Tyson fight or some shit. And you know, when they come to the ring, they say, like, standing on mm-hmm. the whatever. And then the, the American flag trunk, standing at 6'2", 220. Mm-hmm. And she was like, damn, that nigga weighed the same amount as me. I need to do something about it. That's, what, <laughs> that's all that made me think about. I remember another Oprah where she was like, she was talking about how the color purple didn't win nothing at the Oscars. And she was like, I was low-key glad. Because when I sat down, I busted the back of my dress. So I was the glad fuck? I didn't have to. St- she was like, I busted Sick the entire baby. back of my dress. <laughs> so I'm glad we didn't win anything. Because I would have Ma'am. to go up there and accept the award and have my dress. Ma'am, you're you're five foot two. You weigh 50 pounds more than me. And I'm six four. Like, <laughs> I weigh more than Kevin Samuels. You think I'm about to call this nigga? No. Like, why would I do this? <laughs> First off, and weight fit different on different people, child. So. Not in his world. Y'all think, you think black men want this? We don't want that. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> um, Television shows, I, I don't really know, y'all. Outside of Love and Marriage Huntsville... I don't really keep up with reality television. I'm sorry. It's just, it's not giving what it's supposed to, to give. I Married to Medicine, I fell off. Housewives, I did not watch any episode this season. This, this is the first time ever in the history of me being a, uh, a viewer of The Real Housewives of Atlanta that I've never watched a season in its entirety. 
and I purposely did not watch it because I'm just like, I know it's not going to be interesting. No, thank you. I'm going to sit this one out. Um, well, I'm waiting for Potomac to come back. Potomac has been like, I know, like, I'm late to the party, but um, Potomac, Potomac, excuse me, has been definitely like a sleeper hit. Potomac. Like, <laughs> Listen, if y'all go back and listen to old episodes, I used to call them bitches the Real Housewives of Pontiac and stuff. Y'all, that should let you know I wasn't fucking with it. But now I love it. Um, they are interesting enough to to for me to tune in. I hope Jamal Bryant is on this season with his book of receipts, and um, I hope we got footage of him registering voters in in Magic City parking lot. Like he was doing. I need Joe Biden. I want Joe Biden. Listen. <laughs> he need his own spinoff. I don't really know what's going on with 90 Day Fiance, Love at the Lockup, Love after whatever, Love Overload, whatever the fuck. I, I, I don't keep up with it. Please don't ask. I definitely still fuck with my 600 pound life because why not? Shout out to Justin Whitehead on instagram he's a comedian very funny he does like live videos of him like watching um my subject pound life it's hilarious because he sounds like a mix between bernie mac and samuel l jackson it is everything when i tell you sometimes i just go and just binge watch all of those videos that he has posted even though i've seen them a million times it's still hilarious and it keeps me on the right path with not eating crazy that between mm-hmm. that and kevin samuel burp, 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 sound it keeps me honest so um definitely loving i ain't gonna say loving but it's it's giving it's giving me what i need the final season to pose i don't love it yet but i'm appreciating you know the the episodes that they're putting out I'm ready do you for watch Valley to come back. Hmm? Do you watch Good Girls? No. Ain't that the, the show the, the the bit the the white girl that was that was complaining about um Odell Beckham not paying attention to her? Is that her show? No, that's girls. Good girls is about oh. money laundering. Girls, girls, With, girl. Uh, I don't I can't keep up. <laughs> white no, girls. That's what all that is to me. No. It's white Good girls, girls got no, Good Girls is about uh three suburban moms that money launder. Oh no, that's the um with the um Retta. Uh, and oh the yeah, I watched that. Oh yeah, I do watch that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Shaggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do watch that. That's, I thought you, know, you I, I thought real. you was talking about the other show. I was like, man, I bitch, can't why would I? Oh, I mean, call you a bitch. God know my mouth. Why would I ask you about fucking <laughs> Lena? I was gonna say Lena Wave, Lena Horn, Lena whatever, Dunham, Lena Dodge <laughs> Range. I ain't asked you about that white bitch. White girl. The only thing I watch is Pose, Good Girls, Drag Race, Chasing, Reality, G Status, Not That They Back. And I literally just watch old episodes of Bold and Beautiful and Paramount Plus all day. Anybody who know me know that's really what I really be in here watching. I watch episodes of Good Times because Good Times, the the whole entire uh, series is on stars. Yeah, so I be on Paramount Plus and I got ad free because I had it back when it was CBS All Access. And oh, I I'm ready for like, Why Women. What was the show? Why Women Kill or whatever it was called. Oh yeah, and the um, the good whatever, the the lawyer show. I 
My mm-hmm. brain ain't working today. I love And I do watch shows. uh and I do without guilt watch Tyler Perry Sisters. That is my shit. You go right the fuck ahead. I will. The eye Gay candy baby. on there is wonderful. <laughs> the eye candy on there is wonderful. Well, if they start showing some dicks, take a screenshot and send it to. He's showing know. dicks on the other show. It's just dicks I ain't want to see. He got some show about a Muslim, like, prophet, cult type thing. And the dude be making them get naked and shake their dicks to, like, they be doing dick sniff tests. It's, he be showing dicks on there. I guess that's why he left on and took his shit over to BET because Oprah wasn't going for that. In the words of the little dude on Bentley, Tyler Perry, you a ill nigga. <laughs> I'm not understanding. <laughs> you a ill nigga, dog. You gonna shake some dicks, shake some dicks. You gonna shake some dicks, shake some dicks. Oh, I do love that woman, Veronica, from the Have and the Have Nots. Her clips be taking me smooth the fuck out. I ain't fucking with Tyler Perry until Tyler Perry stopped fucking with the writer's room. So I don't know anything that will happen on any of his shows. He, I think he's going to be in some movie with, like, legit actors coming out. I seen him, like, in Remember he was in that action movie? And people said, like, what the fuck Alice is this? Ross. We don't want this. Yeah. Shout out to my daddy for being the only nigga that watched that whole movie. We didn't like him playing a man and why did I get married? So what the Is that what you're wearing to work? Hmm, sexy. <laughs> you emotionally che- women emotionally cheated and that's what you did. I can't handle this situation. That night, that day you came home and made love to me like you never have before. Shut the fuck up. Just be glad you got a nut. That way, you must be spent all day with him because you smell just like that nigga. You smell like cool water. You came back here like, why you ain't say nothing then, my nigga? Like, why you wait? Or why you heard to do his bad bitch walk up the steps. <laughs> no, no, Janet Jackson. No, fix it. <laughs> fix it. Now you gonna tell me fix my marriage? You gonna kill your husband? Two fix months it. later, he comes rock. Go. I like your books. <laughs> what? <laughs> fix it. Get together. Fix it. No. Fix it. Remember she you had stepping the, on the, the, the gay the baby jump out the cake since you want to be your bitch. <laughs> Lead Divine from Chase Atlanta out of this conversation. Here you go. Come on. Come on. Whatever she said. Whatever Jill Scott fuck ass husband, you're stepping on dares, da- you're stepping on dangerous territory right now. You need to move on. I <laughs> <laughs> um, where's Sheila? Her big ass couldn't fit on the plane. Why you? <laughs> I'm still stuck I, on a big ass. I, I thought I'd get real cute for you tonight and dress you up. You look like a fucking tent. <laughs> Take that shit off. Bitch, you thought, who wants your fat ass? Move over. Give me my fucking cover back. Turn this sleep number on 87 with your big ass. Move out my way. Dive your big ass down. <laughs> Have you ever been on a plane, because we take flights, where you seen somebody had to buy two seats or get an extended seat belt before? No. I've never seen that. I was like, is this a movie thing? Or I was I like, just, maybe, it and I've seen some big life. people travel. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure it does, but I've I don't seen, think it's I haven't big seen commotion. it in real life. I've seen it. The only time I've seen it was on, like, television shows. That That's what I'm saying. It, it's always been on, like, <laughs> the My 600 Pound Life-esque type shows. Well, um, that's different. <laughs> a plane can only handle so much weight before it tip over, so 600 Pound Life, y'all need to buy the whole back section. Buy the block. Shout out to Rick Ross and Gucci. You need to buy out the whole Delta Comfort because... <laughs> Time to buy up block. Buy out the section. I deserve this. <laughs> I hate Jill Scott. Y'all need to quit lying to Jill Scott that she can act. I watched the first one. Nationwide is on your side. You see all them in the commercials? Did you? I did. Did you Fine watch the first ass. watch club on BET with her? Yeah, I like that show for whatever reason. I, I don't like her attention. though. She can't act. It kept my attention too, but it wasn't for her. She cannot act. Nationwide is on your side. I was like, that's right. That Nene Leaks uh, appearance on there took me by surprise. She popped up in one episode. I was like, look who booking shows. Go on, Alicia. That's not going to be a highlight on a Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> but long as the check cleared. Speaking I of Nene. When she first. Oh, go ahead. You trying to go to the Lanethia Lounge? You damn motherfucking strain I am. I Do they have valet services? <laughs> I don't need Bryson trying to Brent. steal my car. I don't need Brent and Bryson trying to um park my G-Way. If Bryson is still out, steal some razors out of Walmart, what would he do with my motor vehicle, honey? Let's not talk about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no different from you, bitch. My favorite clip of Nene from uh, Watch What Happens Live, she was like, let's not talk about a mugshot. Sheree got a mugshot. Her son got a mugshot. Her man got a mugshot. Oh, my. And she got her record expunged. You know, she was stealing out the stove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy was like, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. You don't go to the feds for doing nothing nice. I'm just saying. Ain't on Brent's side. On Shut the fuck up. But I'm definitely am going to the Lanithia Lounge. It look cute. The food look good. I just want to see Greg as a bar. Because Greg a bartender. I just want to talk to Greg. What kind of shit? I'll go to the Lanithia Lounge before I go to any old lady gang restaurant. Old lady gang I don't is need disgusting. high blood pressure. It is so salty. It is so I've salty. I've heard nothing but the same thing over and over to people. How salty that food is. I went to the one that's by the stadium, that's in the Ugly. I went to that one. It was first off, it was very small. Second off, it was weird because they only played music that either Candy sang or Candy wrote. Like I noticed it because I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "This the is same, the weirdest like, place." Five six songs. Yes, it was that Pink song, No Scrubs, Escape Music. Uh, when I'm out in the club, don't. It was very monotonous and very stupid. I don't eat my my chicken and waffles listening to candy. And it was extremely salty. And they used cheap cheese on their uh, mac and cheese. How dare you? So. Mm-hmm. Nah. And I try to support black-owned businesses. I might. Did Rashida and Kirk situation ever get off the ground? Or did COVID it's put a hold on that? No, it's open. Was it Frost Bistro? Yeah, Frost Bistro. Child. It's open. Y'all gonna learn by eating from everybody's kitchen. Your grandma got a restaurant or something. Too. Your grandmama knows. Right. Don't, don't, don't. Let don't. me stop. 
<laughs> y'all eat whatever y'all no. want to eat, but don't go in with don't your expectations being oh. sky high. I did go to Bar One Miami, baby. That is some good ass. Oh, one thing about food. Peter's establishments, I have. They may not be open long, so you better go <laughs> when you can. But you might get sexually food... assaulted. But <laughs> oh my, that's not funny. Oh my, <laughs> but the food and the drinks gonna always be slapping because y'all know Peter is a Jamaican, and one thing by the baby, Peter can cook. They know how to lay it out, so. Yeah, yeah, man. Your asses better go. I need y'all to take y'all PPP money. Y'all down in Miami to get your body done. Before you go in for your consultation, stop by. It's right by the bridge. Um, The bridge when you go I still need like, to go to uh, Sundays. What's that? Trick Daddy Restaurant. Oh. See, at least I didn't lie and pretend that I knew. <laughs> Listen, you a real one. It's Now, if I'm going to get high blood pressure for some food, it's going to be from there. I'm good on DJ Khaled the licking. Like I feel like the food, like the the, the pictures and the videos or whatever, it's not really you know giving Given me what it's supposed whatever. To game. Mm-hmm. I'm go with with Trick. And, and what, see what remember that episode when he had that cook off on Love Hip Hop Mama? He's like, yeah, I'm making rib stuffed chicken. I was like, what kind of fuck <laughs> are you making fried ribs? I'm I'm so curious. That's about what the concept it was. It was behind so- fried ribs. Like I need to try this before I die. So, if y'all see me and I pop up in Miami, trust me, I'm there for the food and the layout on by the pool at the Mondrian and the somewhere. I'm not down I there am trying to Everywhere I travel, I go to eat. Like, me and my dude, we went to Aspen for um, Valentine's Day. Friends like, oh, my God, did you like it? I was like, no. They was like, why you didn't like it? I said, the food was nasty. They was like, that's all you had to comment. I said, yes, the food was nasty. I said, I don't like veal. That's not something on my palate, like. It didn't give what it was supposed to have gave. I would have rather had went somewhere else where I could have ate good. No. I'm simple. The older I get, the more I kind of realize I have, like, a basic bitch palette when it comes to things. Like, I just stick to, like, what works as far mm-hmm. as, like, the the dishes that I enjoy. I try, like, mm-hmm. one or two different things, but for the most part, nah, I just stick with the classics. And see, like, how you going to prepare this different than what I'm used to. But, yeah. I miss Miami. Baby, wait it out. Oh, I am. It's definitely going to be, like, a year and some change. And it has less to do with COVID and more to do with niggas. I don't want to be be I told you. We was there in April. I was seeing niggas where I ain't never seen niggas before. I was like, yeah, when I... When Asian Doll said, I don't know about y'all, but my nigga was up during Trump, she meant that shit. Cause <laughs> Listen, I'm used to it traveling was... before this, this, this moment in time. So, mm-hmm. it's just a whole nother, like, it's a pandemic of niggas everywhere. Because we was like, at, um, right, because we had went to the Versace mansion for dinner and dress code, everybody in there fancy. Here come, uh, it was a stud and her girlfriend. The girlfriend had on a, a the little um, jersey dresses with no and a blue jean jacket Beat and some little flip flops on. And the stud, the stud had on the Fendi ski goggles on and like some Palm Angel jeans. 
And we had the Versace. Why are you wearing like flip flops at night? I thought that was just a. Anyway. And then, so like we was trying to walk out. So the Versace Mansion is a hotel too. It's ten rooms or whatever, well ten suites. So to get out, like you go out the front because it's on Ocean Drive, and then it's like the gates because it used to be a house. The stud and the girl closed the gate so they could take pictures in front of it, and so we was locked in. And you know, I I hate people who inconvenience me, so I started yelling. I like kicked the gate back open. It was a whole thing, and I'm just I like, you know just what? Said something about made an Andrew Cunanan joke right then, and that would be so inappropriate. <laughs> Say it anyway. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm trying to become a better person. It's okay. I have a really problematic joke to tell you once we done recording. Also, I just remember. <laughs> yeah, baby. So yeah, I'm ready to travel again. Although it's probably gonna be a minute. Like I understand precautions i've waited out um if i can't go in a car i'm not going like it is what it is um but that's that's one of the things i miss the absolute most and when we travel we travel for like the experience of it all and Mm -hmm. the the dining when you came to atlanta at like right before covid i think that was before covid started I think it, COVID had started, had, it was like the, the beginning, beginning of COVID because Atlanta was like, that was when Atlanta was like kind of shut down. And then it had opened like two days later. Because yeah, like when I was driving it, I was like, damn, it's slow. Like it was no traffic. Right. That's when like we was off lockdown and then they was phase, it was like we got phase one to phase two. I think, because you came like around um, Labor Day or whatever. We have fun. You ain't came. Now I came like July four, like fourth July. It was right, 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 right. I yeah. can't. I, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was yeah, just like time. it was slow motion, but it was certain things that was open. Well, everything was open, but they so were like, really like, like making sure like COVID was. was like super. You know, they was putting everything in place or whatever. Some yeah. of Sugar Factory, y'all wasn't. Gay baby, child. Everybody else is taking precautions. We gonna save our RA sushi story for another podcast. Oh no, that's Patreon content. (laughs) That was a whole episode of Atlanta. Niggas almost got locked up. (laughs) We almost got locked up. I was finna fight the security. (laughs) I had kicked my sandals off. I was ready to go. And we didn't do nothing in the wrong. That's definitely yeah, that Patreon. Digger. Y'all gonna have to pay for that. I'm sorry. Ooh, we gonna make it affordable though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga going in the kitchen. Um, can we get? <laughs> that was so funny, and I had felt so bad because they was on their little date or whatever. They had looked real cute, little cute little couple, and y'all take it forever with our food, they food, everybody food. Anyway, <gasps> speaking of Atlanta, you know we got to talk about this Porsche stuff right quick. Um, I don't feel Porsche, any type Porsche, of way Porsche. other than I thought we all knew not to bring hoes around you, man. I'm just saying. I, I thought that was like a known fact. You don't do that. I'm, to quote Nene, hell, I thought that was Miss Diane, nigga. Listen. <laughs> um, girl, that's your coworker. I don't give a, girl, who cares? That's on Fallon. Bitch, you're the dummy. I, that's on you. You... Cause they said she cheated on a dude and girl, why would you even come on TV? It'd be shit like that. Like, why would you even, I don't understand why people put 
I'm gonna call him prime real estate on TV for to for competition. Girl, you better live in a low lifestyle where you don't gotta compete with every day. Don't bring no DMs and everything. Your man, cause they see what mm-hmm. you got and they be like, oh, this is nice. Went my moving in. Yeah, I can see myself up in here, and that's where they occupy your space. Yeah, and then so, I'm pretty sure Portia hit him with that. Well, you know, I'm used to being married to an older nigga. I know how to cook. I know how to da-da-da-da-da. Like, I'm good with kids. Cordell had a, a kid. Da-da-da. I know how to play stepmama. I'm much low maintenance than this um, Fallon bitch. Like, you don't got to worry about me. Listen. I don't want no more kids. I can't. Mm-hmm. I think Portia is pregnant. Portia just gives me, like, girl, all these floy ass dresses. Is it a bump? Yeah. Perhaps. Could be wrong, but I think she is. Other than that, like, is this going to be enough for make me want to tune in that season? I don't know. Y'all need to rehaul the whole cast, in my opinion. Um, I don't want to. I, I could do without Cynthia. I could do without Candy. Candy could have left five seasons ago. Like, I don't really. Honestly, I don't care about nobody. I want. Me either. I would like Phaedra to come back because. I saw her two little boys on her Instagram. They're growing up. I was like, oh, my God. Mr. President 8, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, look at Apollo twin, and Dylan is Phaedra twin. Like, yeah. I want to see, like, them. I would like to see what's going up with them. Like, I don't care about. I actually just want a whole nother show based in Atlanta with with women. I know that seemed like it's just so played or whatever, but I, I need a younger cast. And I just feel like it would just take another show to, like, fulfill Do what I need. You. you know, like, I I wouldn't mind. Like, I know Bring back cutting in the ATL. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I want to see, like, what the rapper girl. I know we see what they, they don't be doing shit on, on Instagram. But I feel right. like if we kind of throw them in the mix with some other, like, movers and shakers or whatever in Atlanta, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, because although these people are younger than me, I wouldn't, I don't have an issue watching like younger people do young people shit, but what I'm not going to do is look at women who are like generations ahead of me fighting over the dumbest stuff ever in life. Like if I am going to look at a dumb fight, I'd rather just watch like Jocelyn Cabaret or whatever that show called and look at that versus like, look at y'all and y'all big accomplished ages fighting over the most this yeah just silly stuff or whatever and i like watching for marriage um commentary and family commentary that's why i really used to love watching married to medicine because it was really heavy on like the marriage dynamic yeah with a little bit of drama and that's why i really love love and marriage huntsville and like with atlanta y'all got rid of every like Kind of like with Little Women of Atlanta, I don't think I'll ever go back because with Minnie being gone, we lost um, Scamala Man. With Nene being gone, we lost Greg. Greg was the nucleus for the men. So it's like fucking Mike Hill ain't finna film with Drew Sedora husband. They don't know each other. Like, it don't make no sense. And even if they did, I don't want to watch that. Don't nobody want to see that. Versus like when it was Peter, Apollo, Greg, it was like an OG Young they thing, all like had a, personalities and everybody yeah liked. and then like apollo was from the hood because he always he'd be like what up og like what up og <laughs> and that's how like todd was able to kind of fit in cool with in the fold because like he could he be laid back up in his his actual stuff because he you know 
all the like the the male dynamic wasn't just solely dependent upon what he had going on. I just right. I don't versus care. Versus Mike Hill, right? I, versus I, Mike I Hill, that nigga care. need to be on for. Mike, you remind me of Kimmy Husband from Love and Hip Hop. Uh, I mean, Love and Hip Hop. Dear God, Love and Marriage. Like, nigga, you don't go to no damn strip club. You don't get no bitches. Like, get out of here. Goodbye. I love my fa- my absolute favorite reality show is Love and Marriage Huntsville. Like, it's just, it gives it's me everything gift I need. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's the You over there looking thicker than a snicker. <laughs> <laughs> like, Long as I have a Miss Wanda scene thrown, peppered in every couple episodes, or whatever, I'm good. Like I just appreciate what it is, and I think also with me being with my age, like I, I although I wouldn't mind watching younger people, or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. I also can appreciate like people, you know, in my age group watching what's going on with them. But at the same time, that being said, people in my age group. Ready to love? Oh no, honey! I'm not watching this dusty season. Like, it's something about these people. First of all, I know somebody on the cast. That's the problem. Number two, it's just something that's just really like y'all just looking for followers and attention. It's like right. I get it, but I can't watch it. Just like how right. um that other show that they had, like that put a ring on the show. Mm-hmm. I really feel like the the bulk of those like contestants or member participants or whatever you want to call them like y'all was on here just for whatever social media attention and traction that y'all could get like i can't ready to love season one was so good because like yeah you had a bunch of fake ass actors on there or whatever that popped up on like the tv one shows fatal attraction mm-hmm. and shit but it was still like it just felt a little bit more realistic and real like y'all probably would end up together for real in real life. I'm not watching this. They come back to Atlanta. I don't like the Houston. I don't like the, like the first Houston one. one when they was like on that. It, I don't even know what kind of resort they called that being in Atlanta. When they was at the residence inn. When they <laughs> was at the red roof inn. <laughs> now, I will say this. Like, Denise gave me everything i needed as far as like her crazy that's personality the, the tall chocolate lady with the short hair oh who looked like the mama from um Fresh Prince of the original aunt mm-hmm. <laughs> og aunt <laughs> um i think like she was a lot but like people like that like her personality was like perfect for reality television and even though like that cast was full of shit too but it was it still made for better more interesting television like this little group of people from Houston, I'm just like, y'all scared the fuck out of me because I'm just like, yep, this is dating in your uh after 35, honey. This is what y'all right. give, and this is why God want me to be a cougar, and I have already established that. So I can't. I, I'm I'm gonna keep playing around with the cubs because uh uh-uh. uh, I can't do all that baggage and all this other shit. But it's just something about like this cast. I'm not connecting with y'all. Just look dusty. I'm sorry. It's 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 no winners on here. Uh-uh. Just cancel it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Outside of that, mm-mm. I'm just mm-mm. ready for Love and Marriage Huntsville to come back so I can listen to um, Mel sing her song. I'd rather be alone. You got 
ish. If you think you're lonely now, wait until I take all your businesses away. Wow. <laughs> wait till I dissolve all the businesses, boy. Dissolved. Oh, what was it called? Mel's Cookies? Dissolved. <laughs> Martell Ticker? Dissolved. Oh, hold Man, on. What, what was you, that? Man, I aged 20 years in three months. Listen, he trying to go hard to get his body because he a butterface now. He trying to. You never win when you play dirty because. Oh my goodness. That man look old now. Child, them Django suits can only take him so far. Django! <laughs> you better leave that Kimmy man his pussy bowls alone. They know what it's called. Kimmy husband, the one that look old, he the one aging like buttermilk and holding water. <laughs> the women Jaheen are gorgeous. Jaheem ain't no catch himself. Oh, absolutely. The men, y'all can use some work. Child, y'all don't go out there and only thing I like them, they do stay in men's business. Don't mind me. I'm just over here chopping wood and building. <laughs> I'm just over here chopping wood and laying wood with women. I'm just, they do stay in men's business. I need you to pull a gay Kevin Samuels and give the men a rating. Martell, <laughs> what's his rating? Out of 10. Eight. Marceau, a.k.a. Jaheen. That's Jaheen. Yeah. Six. Six. What's the other name? Kimmy husband. <laughs> I'm about to say Montel, but that ain't it. Or whatever his name is. Kimmy husband. Five. And that's on a good day. Five. Go on a diet. Oh, no. that's Kimmy right, husband. Go on a diet. Get some clientele. <laughs> grow your hair back. Stop buying Leave her fucking husband a song. For this office before you got clients. Stop trying to raise her son. We don't give a fuck about monster. Leave your first baby mama alone. Get a job. Leave Get Kyle a hobby. Saki alone. <laughs> you see, she ain't back on that show after y'all ate her up. Jaheen, baby, I wouldn't want the problems either. <laughs> My only critique for Jaheen, you is too old to not get your list this. That is a that is cause your teeth. That's because he has an underbite. That is a, a dental lift. You need to get corrective teeth surgery, oh, and then you'll be better. Girl, I forgot to be a nigga. Martell, hey, your own therapist be like, really, nigga? I love that therapist. The therapist That's who like, needs I a mean, show on own. The, <laughs> the worst case scenario, you could have got her pregnant, right? Ha, ha, ha. Dog. I mean, yeah, whatever. I did. Wait, what? Oh, girl. Because I, I was on the plane with Dwayne. Huh, I'm so glad that Nikki decided to put Beam Me Up Scotty mixtape back on streaming services. Even though I'm low-key a barb and I had the shit on my phone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it was also funny to me because she was on her live. She was saying like, oh, I couldn't clear all the songs. So they're not on there. Only song she couldn't clear is the one that had like gutta gutta and all the other niggas from. Oh, uh, who cares? <laughs> is that, was that the mixtape with itty bitty piggy on? Yes, that's the all we she want. Dressed up as Wonder Woman, right, bitch? That's or all fucking, we need. Uh, listen, or um, my favorite song is just the ones with Gucci Mane. Them the ones I like. Shopping spree. We don't need all that. I feel free and I kill the DJ and all that weird shit. Mm-mm. <laughs> 
Cause if anything, you know, um, cause wasn't she uh rapping over the don't beat with um the she yeah. got a don't. She, you know, Soldier Boy was like, "What do I sign? Please, clear. Like, can I he eat off it. this stream, man? Mm-hmm. You know, he he can eat off of that. Please, please re-release. I didn't know you didn't Soldier Boy. Listen, I didn't know Soldier Boy <laughs> was behind this new TikTok viral song that dun dun dun. I thought, oh, Sorry, that's Soldier Boy. I don't know what that is. It's just something like, if you go on Instagram and you see Fadger do that TikTok with Mr. President, it's that song. I thought, oh, that's Soldier Boy. Look who's still eating 30 years later. I know that's right, King. You did, did, did. Soldier Boy. The king of the internet. Gucci Ben Dinner. Gucci Ben Dinner. Soldier Boy, tell him, right with Shorty Low. <laughs> <that> tone. <laughs> Chain on chills, I'm on ice. Got your eyes looking like Chinese. <coughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Hit the club. <coughs> 16 with no eye. Whatever. <coughs> yeah. Ain't my feet tight. My chain say hello. My wife say goodbye. Say goodbye. <laughs> Gucci bandana. It just make me feel tight. Hey. <gasps> Gucci bandana. I'm doing my little arm doing the arm. My tie boy move. That's what he got that move. Gone, from. bitch. Gone. Gucci bandana. Gucci, Gucci bandana. Hey! And then I have the original one. I was like, not Chanel S and motherfucking L was on this mixtape. The original Gypsy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> 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 the fact that we just laughing. This is not shade, but I mean... Talk about a blast from the motherfucking I still hands. want to talk about Soldier Boy. Don't ever forget <laughs> Soldier Boy iconic double XL cover with him, Gucci Man, and Shorty Low. I think <gasps> was it somebody else on the cover? I think that was it. You remember the one with Fifty Cent? They thought they was coming out as a gay couple, <laughs> trying to get to you and that bussy. Wasn't it like Fifty Cent head was like wrapped up or something like? And Soldier Boy had his shirt off, and yes. it was real Coco Dormish. <laughs> It was real Akeem on Jesus. It was real just, y'all just got done. Did y'all spur you in here? Stop. Can we talk about, let's just talk, I don't want to talk about nothing else. Can we just talk about Soldier Boy? <laughs> Can we give Soldier Boy his flowers? Can we give, what he call himself? Draco, big Draco. Yeah, Draco, yep. Child. <laughs> You said Chanel. I thought you was talking about double C. Not sweet C. No, ma'am. I thought she was talking about she wants Chanel go get it. No, ma'am. Talking about the original Gypsy. I thought you was talking about you can have the biggest Chanel in the store if you want to. No, ma'am. I'm talking about fucking daddy. Fuck me good. Fuck me daddy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was a song? Yes, ma'am. Shout out. She will always be okay. Archives. Isn't she responsible for the somebody beat? Wasn't the Millie beat? Did she tell Bangladesh to do? Yeah, it's some song that was great and wonderful that Chanel is responsible for like completing that place. So we're gonna give you your flowers. We ain't gonna give you no dandelions because you deserve it. <laughs> I met Chanel back in her her prime. She 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 a gypsy. <laughs> she is who she is. Cool though, but <laughs> I 
I like she had tried to bring back the uh right. I like that she had tried to bring back the nails. The uh she used to wear them Coco from SWD nails a lot too. I had always liked that about her. got no problem with Chanel. I'm just, you know, that you really caught me off guard because I was really thinking like, oh, <laughs> it's somebody else. I thought you, again, I, 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 I well, whatever. Well, that I hear Chanel, I'm thinking about young thug, little baby, and Gunner. Oh, somebody <laughs> coming to me and tell me Chanel or the, the M- double CC, better know. Yeah, and Young Thug and Metro, didn't they have a song called Vintage you Chanel not thinking or something about, like that? Uh, Chanel Westbrook, I mean Chanel, uh, whatever the white bitch is from um, Young Money, who was on Love and Hip Hop. Oh, Chanel West Coast? Oh, I said no. Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought I, was like, I know that one of the Westbrook right. sisters. I was like, I know that don't sound right. Hell no. Have you ever seen that video of Chanel West Coast arguing outside of like a hotel and they wouldn't let her in? And was she arguing inside of like a club? She was trying to get in or something? Yeah, she was like, I'm motherfucking Chanel Westbrook. Put some respect. like, so? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Lil Wayne co I don't know Chanel West Coast from that and being on that ridiculous show. I mean. On MTV. That's it. And I mean. And then she get into it with like. The nigga. I mean, the, the dude who run it, yes. Seems like you're the common denominator, Miss Mamas. It's so much shit I should remember. Why am I taking up space in my brain to remember, like, piece and, bits and pieces about fucking Chanel West Coast? What the fuck wrong with me? <laughs> Sometimes I just think about, you know, you're going to be old old and wrinkly, and you just going to mm-hmm. re- recall all of, like, the hood lyrics and songs and just moments that you've experienced and this is gonna be a great feeling. Um, that was me randomly singing that candy song before we started recording. <laughs> Please Cigarettes in the trash, he doesn't even smoke. Two glasses in the sink, the diamond still cold. Drogues oh is coming three, but one is still gone. Hell no. My nigga been cheating on me. And that's why the fuck she kept getting dropped and left and right back in the day. Who the fuck My mama told me it'll be days like this. <laughs> My mama ain't said nothing like that. Well, your mama also ain't Mama Joyce. Remember Mama Joyce I told Nene, Nene, if I was in your shoes, I would have been pussy popping on With the, the body stand. I had. Pre candy, the way this lies, you snapped. fucking tell. I, and I, I kept doubt it. Shade. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I would have been on that pole too. Queen of the night, no me. Child, you would have been splinters. No, on this fucking pole, you would have been around Child. the wood and shit in a barn. She would have been, um, what's that movie where that girl slapping and be like, you better get there and say that pussy proper. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> You know what movie I'm talking about with the female? No, I don't. When I find the clip, you're going to be like, oh, you talk about that. Where she's like, you keep fucking me, you won't be able to sell. Um, Ice in Alaska. Now you better get out there and sell that pussy. Oh, uh, one of them old black sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the type of pussy Mama Joyce would have been selling. 
was Mama a Joyce would have been out there. Shit, like, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama Joyce would have been out there. It was the shit that they, they put the, the beyond, the, the, the Destiny Child shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mama Joyce would have been Biggie Shorty from um, Pootie Tang. <laughs> she still is Biggie Shorty. <laughs> what the fuck is you singing? <laughs> I'ma watch Pootie Tang tonight. Mama Joyce get down on the floor. On the floor. Oh, flo- <laughs> she got her hands up on her knees and her both on her Whoa. side. <laughs> Gentlemen clubs, let me see you. I, I, I. <laughs> this nigga said all the strip clubs. Like- <laughs> that used to be on my bucket list. I was like, I want to go to every strip club and listen on this song, but I can't. <sighs> to the windows. Mama- <laughs> to the wall. Mama Joyce walk in. Her nickname Gyro, a big booty hoe. Did you say Gyro like the shit you eat? Hang up the phone, please. Nigga, 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 nigga. Show this shirt. She coming out of shirt. Dick so big, got cotton up. Yes. That's at Georgia Dome. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, zuck, 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 Got to my mistake walk, but I'ma get him what it came for. Drop that shit and I roll with it. Drop that shit and I roll with it. <sighs> Face, you don't like me. Come <laughs> Pussy, pay my bills. Pussy real good. Pussy real good. See, y'all know nothing about that. Pussy off the chain, so go ahead to your Hello. Friend. Can I speak the Corman? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, can I speak the Cordell? I'm the bishop and all over your voicemail. Voice Driving by. <laughs> Driving by Porsche house, putting you through your through hell. Driving can by Bulldogs, putting you through hell. <laughs> Answering yourself. Quit playing ho. Nah, I ain't playing on your phone. You can see me when we see you. Pussy ho. I'm grown. I'm grown. Oh my God. Give Jackie all her flowers. <laughs> Go on Angela, Angela Agape's page and tip her for her sermon. She has turned her life over to Christ. That's the real weekend. That's the first weekend song that says the shit. Jackie, yes. I've been giving y'all hoes game. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday's going to be my day, whatever she say. And we fucking and sucking and holding hands of puppet. You better tell her now <laughs> so she ain't surprised that I'm the new bitch and I'm a part of your life. See? She got this other song called I Hate Hoes. And she was like, Two bitches, one nigga, hoe. What'd she say? Two bitches to one nigga, bitch, learn to share. I used to love saying that. (laughs) We used to always just be saying in passing, I hate hoes and hoes hate me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, Twitter. I hate hoes. Hoes hate me. Yes. Those were much more simple times. Like, that was my era. That's what. That's what I grew up in. I grew up in a club dancing and stuff. I ain't grew up. Y'all leave the club and die. I uh uh-uh. Y'all be trying not to scuff y'all shoes because you got to take them back to the Prada the next day. I was cutting the rug in the club, sweating out <laughs> do every what little you piece. Do. Watch my shoes. My shoes. 
You dance with your boo, but watch my shoes. You leave the club, you had a bob, your shit be pulled up into a top. Listen, we was dancing. It was like a Zumba workout in that bitch when we used to go to Sweating out your highlights. (laughs) We had leave out. Y'all got whole frontals and shit. Y'all got baby doll here for real. We... (laughs) Girl, we was breaking high heels in the club, fucking. Listen, breaking all them rainbow. You lose your rainbow belt, your, your WWE <laughs> championship belt, all on the other niggas side the of the dance floor. Listen, niggas in the club pulling up they tall tees to get danced on. Got listen, remember when dudes used to like put they flip their shirts up and put it like behind they they yes. neck and stuff. That, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Those Y'all youngest don't know. Back in our day. <laughs> Listen, you go get you a fresh fit from the mall. Period. Any mall to do. Strip mall. Insole, indoor mall. Get you a polo with a, a different color polo underneath. Yeah, yeah. Get you two, a white t-shirt with a red, a different Get you some Ladies, you know, green global you, or some lot <laughs> Get you your sitting in plastic bangles with the plastic earrings, with the plastic necklace, with the plastic belt, purse. with the plastic shoes. <laughs> Stiletto. Pumps in the club, yeah. Wear your pussy pink cami with your silver metallic ass belt. Homecoming 2007. What? Who on it? Fashions. And I'm going to die laughing when all that stuff is going to circulate back in style eventually. And... I got them Kanye West glasses from the blind with um, they had the screens on them. Yes, bring out them uh Kanye's. Period. Before OJ had isotoners, don't act like I never told you. <laughs> 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 Faster, harder, stronger. I'm such a dork. Y'all stop listening to this podcast. I mean, we come out every five to eight years, but please just stop. <laughs> I don't need y'all really knowing how much of a nerd I am. Okay, y'all don't drag Sade for that. So we we on her schedule. Listen, y'all gonna get these Andre 3000 verses when you get them. Until then, catch us in the airport playing the flute. Catch us in <gasps> the park. <laughs> you real, We are really on the Andre 3000, the podcast. Maybe like, how the fuck are you rent on this random ass album? <laughs> don't act like I never told you. Those was I love that little era. I was just blogging and buying my Karma Loop, paying my little cell phone bill, <laughs> living the life, wearing my little curly wigs. Just remember bare minerals, like oh my goodness. <laughs> now oh my. I, I had to learn how to put on real makeup to keep up with everybody else. Child. Oh, remember uh, what they called them? Garage door. Just one color eyeshadow. Just yellow. Listen. From the eyelash to the eyebrow. Dude. All of that. All that. I got to get dudes. What's write my blending? name and cursive on my mohawk. What's blending? Please. But I was never one of those girls that used to put that white shit on their eyes. I was too classy. Oh, that. they're supposed to open that your was eyes never me. up. That looked like chalk. No. Mm. I was never that girl. Those was just. Can we take it back one time? Maybe COVID will make people realize, like, listen, nah, no, I can't even finish that thought. 
PPP got y'all fucked up in the game. Y'all need to stop. Circle that back in July when all that money dry up. Then we can have this conversation. <laughs> can we just go back to the good old days when you just used to go get you some crab legs, a, cl- a crab leg trade with your friend, and you split it, and y'all just, you know, sit back with your drinks and just talk and just relax. Not everybody got to be on. Everybody got to record this stuff. Everybody no. think they're so special. Take your ass down a quick trip. Get you a slushy. Put your vodka, well, your choice of drink in it. Sit in your car. Listen. Get you a pizza. I'm going to do y'all one better. I definitely got me a Ninja Blender from Target last um, Sunday. And it was, it has been the best purchase I have made. I'm like, why didn't I do this shit sooner? I tell you, I make all of the smoothies, all of the slushies, every single thing. Because mm. I got tired of going to Tropical Smoothie. Six or seven dollars add up. And when you are cheap. It does. It cheap does. old like me. And you just start thinking about like all of the money you wasting. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I'm going to make this at the house. And it's so good. I have all the different syrups and uh, little cocktail mixes and things. I'm loving. Like, you know me. Like, every time I... We catch up. I'm just like, I brought another appliance. <laughs> yeah, that was me. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, I love cooking now. That's one thing about COVID. Like, COVID has brought up my inner shelf. I make sure my ass go to the gym. Because if not. Ma'am, you wear as much as Lawrence Taylor in his prime. Wow. Problematic. Wow. Ma'am, you're the same size as Antoine Fisher. Not Antoine Fisher, Lord. Is that the best? I'm talking about Evna O'Neill. Antoine Fisher was the nigga from the Denzel movie. Is that it? That no, whatever, Antoine, Antoine, whatever. Crawford. We need this this is a sign that we need to stop talking. <laughs> goodness I'm just no Antoine Fisher was blue I just googled it I'm thinking about the other Antoine y'all know who I'm talking about Evelyn nigga that she stole that money from yes him it was an Antoine somebody that's it that was her (laughs) that's her baby daddy right oh no her baby daddy some fine nigga from the Bronx Antoine Walker was the NBA nigga the big ugly fiance fiance got it got it got it got it that went broke. Why well, I mean to call the man ugly like that? I'll take that back. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm trying to be nice. Right on one to ten. <laughs> A two. <laughs> <laughs> Let okay, me stop. I mean to call that man ugly like that. I, okay, I apologize. Okay, for skill. What's Bob Whitfield? Just so we have a gauge. <laughs> this has been um the comeback episode of Neck of the Woods. Thank y'all for listening. Um, keep up with us. So, well, I guess you keep up with us on social media. I'm not really on it. Maybe I'll come back after we put this up. Um, child, you talking about some Bob Whitfield. One to ten. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the <laughs> Lord. Bob Whitfield. We talk about good eye, bad eye. Good eye. I'm not right. Top of his game. (laughs) Was it ever a time? I'm not rating this man. You rate him. A four. 
because I'm just going strict off of looks. Now, we talking about money. That'll get you a few points, but just straight looks. Four. That's I don't got nice. nothing to lose. I don't even like older men, so I don't got shit to lose. He ain't ugly to you me. You got to also uh, account the sweat, the goofiness, the everything else. Why well, can't he get on nobody's head by being goofy when I'm goofy? But I can handle the goofiness. I mean, I don't Listen, know. if he be sweating like that, Standard imagine key. if he in the the throes of some hot, heavy love making. Well, maybe he ain't keto and that hydroxy. Maybe he ain't keto. Shut the fuck up. They had to flip the fucking mattress when she flipped. Imagine what you, I'm just now saying, you really, imagine. You really going to try to pull my Korean Stephanie knowledge? Come on. Now. I'm just saying, if she had to do that with Shaq, I would imagine something similar would be the case with. Maybe Bob is going through keto and was Bob. on hydroxy cutting it was sweating him out like that. Keto works. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not, you got me being real nasty right now. Shame on you. Shame on you. Y'all, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. I'm not like this. I'm calling people ugly and broken. <laughs> I'm acting like a bit of broad on the internet calling people ugly and broke. I don't act like this and talk like this in real life. So this is why y'all got to take breaks like how we take breaks. See how you just pick up on habits? Fucking with the internet. Calling people that's ugly what, and broke. That's because you been that's so mean. Samuels for two hours. I'm it sorry. I'm sorry. We are all made in God's image or whatever they say in Bible. <laughs> and vacation Bible school in Sunday school. It, we... It's no such, no such thing, no such you thing. You got me sitting on bad. the edge of my computer chair so I can rock in it like a rocking chair. <laughs> ugly and broke. You know her ugly broke feel. That's so mean. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, y'all. I have my moments. I, I, you know, I, I'm working progress. Cause I wouldn't nobody call me ugly and broken and yeah, they say don't have mean the range. things. They don't have the range. Somebody come behind yeah. me, go burp, 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 burp. and see that <laughs> wouldn't be. And nice. that'll be your Glock going pop, pop, pop. <laughs> they know who to try that with and who not to try that with. But I carry it well. You're obese, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thick with it. We don't want that. Black men don't want it. <laughs> we don't want that big ass. We want some collarbones. Again, I apologize for being so mean. Cut the feed. I'm not. I'm not calling people ugly and broke on a daily basis, y'all. That's not my own it. In the words of Lisa Renna, own it. (laughs) Own your shit. Own it. Nah, nah, nah. Own it. I'm getting sucked back into the dark side of the internet. This is what the internet Mm. does. Bob Whitfield gonna send you a pointed email. You know he got ways to contact you. <laughs> Whoa. Own it. Oh, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> I think we pretty much covered everything. But yeah. Yeah, see y'all 2023 uh, for the primaries. It's been great. 
Exactly. No, we not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm just playing. Hopefully, preferably, like nothing dramatic happens. Okay, from in the next six down <laughs> between the next time you hear from us, like I promise you, it honest. was not our intention. Ever. Look, at least we honest. We don't people in a job interview like, look, we don't have reliable transportation. We own public <laughs> transportation. We can't find babysitters, but we really are trying our best. At least we be honest. I'm with saying, people. but like, hopefully, everything continues to be how it's been for like the past couple months. And you know, I'm in a in a wonderful space. You're in a wonderful space. You getting mm-hmm. all the money. You been getting period, all the money. Period. Period. Can I get a loan? Can I get a rib? <laughs> like. <laughs> DM me and tell me where I got that from. If y'all still listening, let me see who 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 really up on shit. Can I get a rib? <laughs> I don't need the whole slab, just a, a rib. I sure am hungry. You been out you here blessed traveling. I've been out yeah. here spraying people with Lysol <laughs> before they walk my fucking house. Yeah, Sanitizing shit. Expanding my businesses. Getting the funeral home people to fuck up out of here. You know, just being (laughs) who I am. (laughs) I'm going to take my Dior slide off and smack you in the back of your neck. I'm tired of you and your mess. Stop it. Listen, I'm about to jump. I almost jumped on this man when he. (laughs) This is why I love this podcast and I love our friendship. Because we can be honest. It's honesty and it's real, but it's like moments or whatever where I can be transparent or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, so when they when the funeral home came to retrieve my aunt's body or whatever from my house, and you know mm-hmm. they had to brain the gurney and and right, put right, on right. and put in the body bag and everything else like that. Okay, so like they brought the gurney in and did all of that, and I was just like, "Yo, when are y'all gonna get to the point where you cover my aunt up like?" <laughs> Again, we still got a bunch of kids and shit running around. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you trying to trauma. I almost jumped on that man. I'm like, yo, are, when are we going to get to the stage? Like, so you got to, right. why didn't you zip them up, zip up in the room? You going to zip up in, like, the living room? Fail. No, he going to wait till he get in the car. <laughs> almost did a, a, a hell in the cell, WW. <laughs> if I jump on you, it's going to hit you different because you old. First of all, that's all I got. And, and that is why I did not leave my auntie. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, because, again, we regular country folks or whatever, so, you know, words very quick. It's all deep in my house. It's deep in the house. It's deep outside. And then what we – the hearse and shit in the front yard. So, and then, again – it's a baby shower going on two doors down, so it's thick in right. the neighborhood anyway. Right. Oh, jumping on that fucking man. Bless God, bless his heart or whatever. He got it right eventually, but come on now. Don't traumatize the kids. Are you traumatizing grown people too? You traumatizing like, me? I'm about to whoop ass in here. That's like when I got caught rolling my eyes at my uncle's funeral because his kids. <laughs> kind of um they were just waiting 
well, he had a great daughter, but his son was pretty much like, we just waiting for this nigga to die. Like, I just want his stuff. And so they just threw together the funeral, and they had the nurse from the hospice he was in come speak. But she didn't know him. So she was up there, and she was just reading yeah, off the funeral she program. She was like, yes, Norris Roberts was born in 60. Yes, that was a great <laughs> now year. Now she's doing the resolutions. Yeah, she was like, he was born. That was a great year. That was a great. He lived a full life. And he was followed by, Man, yes, he has Mike. 15 siblings, and they used to sing. I just knew he had a beautiful voice. I'm saying, I, and I, I was like, you should have <sighs> up and I rolled my Ooh. eyes. When I tell you, I rolled my eyes, and I was like, <sighs> and my mom was like, can you shut the fuck up? I was, and then my um auntie, she's like the fifth oldest. She was like, she went up there, she was like, I'm just going to take over for now. This. <laughs> That's she really was just going through the. Like, why would you even volunteer to speak at somebody's funeral and you don't know the man? That was so weird to me. You act like this a booking. You act like this a girl brunch. Can't like, nothing be you... worse than that nigga took that mic. Well, there was all kind of people hopping on mics at DMX and Black Rock funeral, respect the funeral. Niggas is up there treating that shit like the Soik Awards. Nah, nah, nah. This my man's 50 grand, girl. <laughs> okay. Save it for the repass, honey. Okay. You got my. We gonna come back up. to social media for real. I mean, I'm on Twitter. I just don't be talking about shit. I tweet maybe three times a day, and then on Most Instagram. Most people on Twitter ain't talking about shit. So. Well, I really don't be talking about shit. So if you come in there for like jokes, if it ain't chasing a G status adjacent, I don't watch nothing. And then I'm on Instagram, um, my stories. But yeah, I mean, if y'all talk to me, I talk back. Outside of that, I don't know. I I feel like. Every time I'm on Bitstick Alley and somebody posts a thread about some Twitter shit, it's the same type of thing. Like y'all, that black Twitter thread. I ain't gonna say y'all. Down. I ain't gonna say no. y'all. People be yeah. on Twitter bitching and just complaining about. And I'm in my just, own little bubble, so I'm one of them people. Like, oh, if you finna yeah. come over here and voice your opinion, opinion against me, then you don't have to follow me no more. Like. I block, I force unfollow like, all that stuff. Yeah. Y'all wake up, man. My little Twitter what account is kind of like a... Today? Right. My Twitter account is like a troll account where, like, I'm just speaking in humor. So, yeah. It yeah, is what fuck it around is me on point. Twitter, be having a good day, post on funny. Bitch pop up in your mix. How dare you oh, laugh absolutely. at a time like this? Absolutely. We... It's so much stuff we should be paying, and this is what you choose. Suck my dick. Like, buy a dog. Roof, roof. Get out of here. But people just too aggressive. Like, I remember when, like, when DMX died, and they had said, like, oh, Jay Z is going to buy all his masters. I was like, girl, not the way Jay Z. Right. And all I told, I was like, not the way Jay Z used to shit on DMX and shelved that nigga album. Child, and one of them way. little hip-hop niggas came out. What the fuck are you talking about, fam? I said, whoa, your energy is way too pointed. You need to get the fuck out of my mentions. I don't do all that cussing I shit. I have an issue do. with people who really feel like they think, like they know these people. And they know, they really, really have happened. a relationship with people that they do not know. And they speak right. for these people. It's it's too much internet, baby. It's too much. It's mental sickness 
You're not well. Because, like, me personally, yeah, like, me personally, I don't, if I comment on something, it's because I heard it in an interview straight from the source. Like, I just regurgitate information. I don't make up shit. Like, anything I ever said about anything on this podcast, anything else, I got it straight from the source. I don't personally know nothing. I can't tell you Jay-Z probably, Beyonce suck bad dick. I don't know Jay-Z. I can't defend them bitches. I don't know. No, that's weird. I only tell you what I've read in reference to whatever. Like, I stay in my lane. Y'all go speak for these motherfuckers. Like, y'all know they hard. Y'all know what's really going on. And what's sad is a lot of that confusion gets, like, mixed up with people who actually do know these mm-hmm. individuals or these celebrities or whatever the case may be. And uh, I just, uh, you know, anyway, I got my 600 pound life clips to post and you can't even do that shit nowadays probably <laughs> because people just, that it's You're not funny, phobic. it's a disease. It's You're a fat phobic. <laughs> Eat shit and die. You can't even just Own it. the simple thing. <laughs> Don't you tell people to jump I, on it. I miss days when you can laugh at somebody for getting rolled out of their apartment. Like, Do you think Scarlet Tate and Tumble could fly in 2021? The way y'all so sensitive. No. Y'all be like, you're bullying her because she's plus size. How dare you come for her? She's a black protect, woman. Protect black women. Protect, protect furniture. <laughs> <laughs> protect furniture lives. How you don't dare know that you furniture laugh at another came black from... woman suffering? What does that say about you? Oh my god! That furniture probably came from child labor from IKEA in Palestine. How dare you make light of this political statement? And then somebody be like, "Well, that shirt she came, she got on came from Shein, and they support child labor, so that's what she did. <laughs> that was the ancestors. <laughs> that what she get for supporting fast fashion." Scarlet that dude with that beefy So sign up for my, for my um webinar so I can teach you five How strategies. Not to, to, be, to be socially <laughs> adequate and socially aware in this social climate. Prime or the corny marketers. Thinking, hey, don't take a tumble like Scarlet. Huh, huh. Sign up for this <laughs> email. Girl. Our prices is tumbling just like Scarlet. Use promo Listen. code Scarlet at checkout. <laughs> And Drake is still a bad yellow bitch. I'm ready for that album he got to come out. I won't listen to this, it for you. Let me make y'all laugh. It's one or two songs, Drake songs I fuck with. This is how y'all know I'm a changed woman. I'm listening. It's one or two Drake songs that he's released within the last, I don't know, eight years since the last podcast episode. I'm um, listening. That I fuck with. Like, like Drake don't bother nobody. Like I if ain't somebody got a gun Drake. to your head, you can nervously laugh now, and I set off the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be liking the most random Drake songs. I feel like I really don't be liking what people probably would expect me to like out of Drake songs. Like he I like that, song that Chicago freestyle shit. Yeah. Two thirty, baby, won't you meet me by the beat? But I mostly like that for the nigga that's singing. What you wanna say? I like his song Madonna. It's the most weirdest fucking song. He's like, I Madonna? Treat you like Madonna. Yes, like the Virgin Mary. He's talking about I treat you like you was Madonna herself. I pick you up and design a shit. It's very <laughs> it's, it's a very weird shit the fuck. <laughs> 
Okay. Weird Oof. flex, but okay. Right. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I like one or two Drake songs now. Mostly because I kind of, like, had, like, I listened to them by accident. Or, like, I was just somewhere where I couldn't control the music. So, that happened with me by being at the gym. And they would be playing, like, that nonstop song. And, mm. like, other songs. Like, other little, like, more up-tempo songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. That's all you're going to get, Playboy. I don't know your whole catalog. But I can give you the benefit of the doubt. Drake's still a bad yellow bitch, so, you know, I don't know what I got popping these days. But, you know, that's my coupon code. (laughs) I just need him to wear his undergarments when he get his lipo. I'm disappointing (laughs) him. He needs to quit going back. What's you know it called? What a it fajab? Is, a f- what is it called? A fiha? A fajah? What's the things called? A faha. There you go. <laughs> Listen, but yeah, Drake is still a bad yellow bitch. So I guess that you can. Hey, I don't even know if my forms work anymore. Let me go check <laughs> my site form. Make sure the shit works. If it does, and the Drake is a bad yellow bitch, and you know, receive fifty percent off. I don't know. <laughs> But y'all can definitely hit me up, um, coachmeupfresh at gmail.com. Not so much in my DMs because I literally don't check DMs. Like, I'm sorry. I just, I don't. Just email me. And then, too, like, when you email somebody, you can just talk and talk and talk. It's no limit. You know, whatever you want to get off. It's a paper trail, right. Yeah, coachmeupfresh at gmail.com. I got to see if my type forms still work. <laughs> if they do, feel free to fill them out if you're interested in working one-on-one with me. Again, I'm not trying to break y'all pockets. We talking a smooth 40, 50, whatever. Like, it is what it is. Y'all got bills and kids, shit. Period. <laughs> so, you know, that's what it is. So what else you got going on? Well, I have my Hustler Mindset brand, which is about building business credits and helping people create multiple streams of income. So if you're interested in learning like how to make sure you get your proper paperwork to go through all the proper channels, creating your bank accounts, getting your initial funding, create your trade lines, all that, you can hit me up at info at hustlersmindset.com. Or I'll just make a tight form link in the description of this. Or it'll be in the description of my um, Instagram bio. Yeah, I'm going to update all my stuff after we get done. Yeah. And then, like, I have a lot of resources that are still in. They haven't went through the aesthetic machine yet. And I don't rush stuff. So hopefully by the next time we record, I'll have some more stuff to come out. But I'm my thing is, like, I really don't mind taking my time and doing it right. Yeah. And, Making sure I want to actually people. redesign some a lot of my stuff because like it's dated at this point. Um, yeah. So and I want to add information and, and more just resources and, and all of that good stuff in. So we yeah, gonna be on our kinda... uh, beam me up Scotty re-release. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with things. And then with my Circa ninety one agency, if you need help with social media or digital marketing, Shopify optimization, anything like that. You can email me at info at Circa 91 Agency. I have no problem showing you my catalog, my resume, my portfolio. Let's go. Um, Like I said, my goal is June 1st. I can 
you know, we, me and my teams can roll out full time. I just don't want to. I'm not in a rush to rush y'all and take y'all money and be half ass. That's not my personality. So, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. I just want to like take my time to really concentrate and redesign. And yeah, and then just like I'm get, one of like a lot of my creative juices back flowing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, then like I'm one of them people. Like I update stuff every thirty days. So like even like with my helping people get like business and their personal credit or whatever. Like if something is reporting in February and it don't report in March, I actually update my stuff. I don't just keep putting up the same stuff and then give you wrong information. Like got no. it. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of where I'm at with it. So yeah. So, like, yeah, now that, like, my life is finally back to normal, y'all. So, like, I'm able to breathe again. I can play in Photoshop. I can open up my MacBook. I went, like, months without sitting in front of MacBook, which is, like, so weird. But at the same time, it felt good to actually be able to be, like, a consumer of content rather than, like, being a creator. Like, mm-hmm. for the first time, like, y'all got to understand, I've been at this since 2005. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. nine for me. So, it felt good to be able to, like, take in all of the content. And y'all cooking up a lot of dope stuff. Um, I will say, I did consume a lot of, like, my content on YouTube versus, like, other, what platforms. other, other platforms or whatever. But I was mm-hmm. still, like seeing what was going on and like i think the energy right now is dope like yeah and it's so young and fresh and people are really finding their audiences you know what i'm saying that's Mm -hmm. super inspiring because that's really all what it's about you can't please a hundred percent of the people why would you want to but when you know you got people that's tapped into what you have going on that's exciting y'all like whether you just slapping on lace fronts, trying them on, or doing your clothing thing. Hell, the mukbang people fucking gaining 80 pounds every month, eating right. loads of food. Like, mm-hmm. somebody watching it, you know what I'm saying? So, now is the time. That sounds so cliche or whatever, but, like, you know, it's always the time. But I feel like at this moment, it's if you shift. have the opportunity, yeah, like it's definitely a take a chance and um and believe in yourself and see what's going like just put something out there and you'll get better as yeah. you continue to do it. And I will say I am a gamer, so if you want smoke on the PS4 network, wow. I do have a PS5. You can hit me up on Call of Duty, Mortal Kombat, Tech, whatever yo, Poison. I am on Nintendo Switch too. So if y'all want to do Smash Brothers, hey, I put money on the table. Let's go. I will gladly. Uh, well, I play the Sims on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the uh, on referee. occasion. You can be the host. So if you want to get it popping, y'all want to have a cousins tournament. How on would Smash? I do that? Would I need to go out and buy something? Oh, we can um do it on Twitch. You can just be the host I on Twitch. Call in, like, do I? Have yeah, to no, we can stream it. Um, we could, cause uh, that's what uh some of the drag queens do. So. Like, you can just log in from your computer on Twitch, and it'll be my screen, your screen, then whoever I'm playing, and we just have a little tournament. So, can I just have, like, a text screen, like a notepad? Yeah. Like, hey, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like you mm-hmm. know, you watch, like, the videos to fit some shit on your phone, and it'd be, like, the niggas from India, they'd be like, hello, I'm going to teach you today. Yeah, you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just, like, type stuff. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so, 
Cousins, if you with it, let's go. I got hands on um Smash Brothers. What it do? Again, I just play the Sims on my phone. <laughs> and my house don't look nothing like your house. But that's a whole nother part. <laughs> <That's why. laughs> I have my little modest. Um, I think I got a, a two or three bedroom house. One bathroom. <laughs> I mean, I'm just in a sky One level uh, home. I mean, in I'm the suburbs on the Sims. I, I'm, oh, oh, my house on the Sims is, um, is modeled after Beyonce and Jay-Z mansion in, um, LA. But my Listen. dude is the Simmer. That's the nigga who need a fucking channel. I'm gonna call and make him do this fucking channel. Now that we back. I'm not on that big house, long hallways, got 10 bathrooms, like <laughs> shit all day on my Sims. Like, my shit looked like the family matters house. I'm not even, because well, they I had like you. a upstairs. I told you what happened on my Sims. So, I had my first baby. He aged up naturally. Sims baby. Then I forgot to pause the game, and it was on autoplay, and they fuck around and had two more kids. I haven't logged in since. I can't have three. I I can't handle three newborns at the same time. It, it's hard. So, what you going to do? Sell one into child slavery? I mean, CPS took one of my kids, and I had to unsave and go back. What the like, entire fuck? If your baby cries on a sim too long, CPS will come take your kid and your sims will be depressed for like a week. So, like, I had to go back to my pre-save day. <laughs> and that was just because I was in the bathroom. Like, I keep forgetting to Earth my game. Earth is ghetto. I want to leave. <laughs> what kind of raising Isaiah shit y'all got going on <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been real. <laughs> Once again, I like to send my apologies to Antoine Walker, Bob Whitfield, and any other black man I call ugly <laughs> t- today. She meant it. I'm just playing. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean to say anything about you. You're beautiful. You're not broke. You wealth is of the mind, not of the pocket. I read that on my BB. BBC Club shirt tag you thing sing, when it came um, in. Angie Stone, my <laughs> brother to them. Yep. As I'm so <laughs> my brother, strong brother. <laughs> you got it. I don't want to leave that energy, y'all. But yes, this has been neck of the woods. I'm way back from the mic. Oh my goodness, the breakfast you club will never your have me. <laughs> your audio still picking up. <laughs> Said I gotta leave. What? What that church song said? Gotta go yep, right but now. I gotta go right now. Church songs is a wild boy. Let's hurry up and just end this before we get. <laughs> bye. Start sharing Trey song story. Bye. But I, I feel like we all have a Trey song story. I have three. <laughs> we all. And have I'm not a sharing them on story. here. And I'm not sharing them on here for free. Bye. Oh, oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Spicy, no, spicy one. tuna. No, I can share one. <laughs> what? He walked up. He walked up to my home girl at um uh, Diddy's New Year's Eve party and was like, "Man, I wish I was a monogamous type. I wife you down, but you want some dick." Whoa. That was the direct question. So he out here offering dick like hors d'oeuvres. Would you like some dick? <laughs> yes, offering, offering. And then that was that you time like? he came here for um summer jam. And he threw that temper tantrum because they cut his. Set short for plies and he kicked a chair. 
I mean, at that point, what songs did you have? <laughs> this is when Ready came out, like when he just started doing steroids, and they was like, okay, but it's plies. And I mean, this is Becky plies, so. Listen. He had the catalog. And like, y'all know Trey songs can't dance and shit. Like, all he can do is take his shirt off. All he can do is take his shirt hot. off. Everybody That's why got they had that boy off. in that extra infamily insure trying to build him up. They was like, oh, you're, you're on the same label as Chris Brown, so. This is. No, but he the GOAT just for having Aretha on, on fucking. <laughs> in Tremaine. 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 This Aretha. What you over there doing? Did you get my other message? Don't be out here being Debut a album <laughs> with Aretha. Come on, Trey Songz. Get that nigga some. He, he don't need no flowers. Give him a dandelion. Get that nigga a dandelion. This nigga had Aretha Franklin and Juvenile on the same track. That deserves flowers. That's inspiring. Shawty. <laughs> I've been working on the block all night. My goodness, a dusty a- anthem. Don't y'all like y'all love calling niggas dusty? I'm here for it though. Uh, but All it's right, been y'all. Real. It's been real. 